and we are live. What's up, everybody? It is Ebontis here with the Last Word Podcast. I got my co-host Ty Guy Travis and a special guest joining us. Lord Cognito will be joining us shortly. So we are going to chat and catch up for a little bit as he is literally going to be coming in real hot to his seat around the campfire. Travis, how are you doing this evening, sir? Been busy, having fun, playing games, or what's going on? Doing great, man. Uh, I'm working on a review right now for a game that comes out on July 29th. That game is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Ooh. That's right. Yeah, I got my uh, my copy of that game a month early, and uh, I'm working my way through it. It is a very long game. It is a very long game, people. But Maybe I will like have a 200-hour review or something? It's going to be a 200-hour probably playthrough. Uh, That's insane. That is not a joke. It I, is I'm, probably going to be about yeah. 200 hours. Um, so yeah, I'm a good chunk of the way through the game. I've had it for like a week. Um, other than that, my review for Outriders World Slayer went up. I did a preview, a couple previews for smaller games, uh, this week that went live and, um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm on the grind, man. I'm on the grind. Also playing some destiny. Yeah. Also hmm. playing, uh, fall guys and Naraka blade point. Has anybody played that? Pretty great game. I haven't jumped into that, that one yet. I've, it feels like battle it would speak to me, but yeah, it's like I haven't. Pretty good. It's like in. a it's like a battle royale with some hack and slash souls like stuff going on. It's pretty cool. Yes, G man, it is true. The Xenoblade cult is going to come to destroy me. I'm ready for it, man. <laughs> He's I like, do not I'm, care. It's like unless it's a nine point nine, it is not good enough in that when it comes it to that game. That's what you said before. Going. Yep, my review score will never be high enough for those fanatics, but that's okay. You know? Like, I gave it a 10. It should have been an 11, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. your, uh, it, it yeah, should have been yeah. perfect 11 out of 10. Um, Let's just say I learned a lot from the last time I reviewed a Xenoblade game. Let's I just say that. I now know that. there are some of their holy cows I'm not allowed to touch, and I've decided that in my final review, though I will talk about whatever I want to talk about, I'm not going to show footage past the first two chapters of the game. I've already recorded all the footage that I plan on using in my review, regardless of what happens, because people are so, so sensitive about spoilers. If my mic is too hot, I can turn it down. I got you. I'll mess with it. Okay. I'll try and Thanks, balance play. everybody out. I don't so want to So I wanted hot. to actually ask you before we get into Destiny, um, quick thoughts on Outriders World Slayer. Uh, I got early mm -hmm. access. I know you did too. You played it. You got your review out. And... I think your score is fair. Um, it's weird because I know we've literally talked about this before. Like, what is the value? Is the price okay? And you're like, I can't take that into it. What is it just for what right. it presents to itself? This one, I wanted to ask you just a specific question because price aside, because you can have your yeah. debate about that the entire time. I feel like this expansion, it almost deserves a different value because if you buy Outriders now as a full package, I feel like it's one experience versus if you are a player who played like I did, played like 50, 60, 70 hours when it came out a year ago, and now I get this, I feel like those two people are going to experience this differently. Do you agree in that statement? Do you feel like I played like 60, 70 hours. Now I jump into this and I'm like, okay, I see this in a certain way as opposed to somebody who's now going to be able to like play Outriders now and go start and go straight through the entire thing for a full complete package. Somebody who did that would certainly have a better experience than people who bought the game last year. That is for sure true. However, I was reviewing just the new content, yeah. right? So I'm mm -hmm. reviewing the expansion. So, um, you know, my overall thoughts are that if you liked Outriders, the base game. 
Outriders World Slayer does everything well that the base game did, except for it does it even better. But all the stuff that it did poorly, it still does them all poorly. And it's kind of it's kind of crazy like how much they were just like, we're going to double down on the stuff we did great. And then they were like, well, what about the criticisms? And they're like, yeah, you know, we can just we just, can kind just of just stay, let that stick ride. with the status quo. Yeah, I mean, stay, stay the course. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely see that point because people who played the base Outriders game, there really wasn't an end game. Once you got to the end, you right. just had to do the same 15 missions over and over again. Right. Uh, and this actually has a designed end game, which is great. So um, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, it still has a terrible story. Still has a few technical glitches and stuff like that. I saw that the servers had problems. I predicted that that would happen again. That's surprising. Um, no one, <laughs> but it was, but it was a fun ride while I played it. It's, yeah. it is a junk food video game in a, in a good way. It should mm. take that as a compliment. I mean, me, when I played it the first time around, I played like hardcore for like about the first 50 hours and of course of like five or six days and then like petered off a little bit as friends had some technical issues, as you said, but it was like my time I spent with it before. There are things that the game does very well, as you said, and now you have like apocalypse loot, which takes the loot system to another level, which really is kind of one of the best things they could have done for the entire game. But then on the other side, as you said, it's like, how's the story? You still have the occasional like cutscene moments and then there's weird like loading where it's like here's a load and it's like and then I go back to this point and then it goes back to a cinematic and it's just like some weird kind of disconnected jumps and technical things I do think it's a fun game but it is one of those that it's like if you played it before if you really liked it and you wanted more of it that's what you're gonna get if you liked it and you kind of peter out and you're like oh is this like going to reinvent the wheel nope and I think that's that's why I was just curious about that question. So I thought it was a fair review. It's just depending on your perspective where it coming on, you could look at the, at the new one as like a five or you could see it. If you bought the whole package, you're like, this is kind of an eight. I mean, it could fall somewhere anywhere in there. So, that's fair. Mm. yeah, I think calling the uh, the expansion itself a five was kind of harsh because it it doesn't have that big of sins. Like it's it is a very competent shooter. It's a lot of fun playing. Okay. I played the entire game with three people and um that's just like it's a it's a super fun ride. It just doesn't have a whole lot of substance. It's like a it's like a nice um slasher movie, right? You know what you're getting. You go in, you see the, the bunch of people get murdered, the girl gets away. Uh, you know, the movie ends with the the it's bad guy. It's gonna be like I know what you upright. did last summer. You know what you get. It's yeah. not like Scream One, where it's like, okay, that yeah. was actually cool. It's not gonna win any uh, awards. It's not yeah. gonna win like an Oscar, but it's a it's a it's a fun time, and that that is worthy of of your time and money if you uh, if you uh, care to spend your time that way. So um, I had fun with it, man. I, I've all, I always liked uh, the Outriders and the base game and all that. So well, I know Cog will be coming in here any second, but I do want to bring Wait, this. In isn't our... Cog? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, he's got that little uh he's got that little rogue gray streak coming in. It's it's fashion. He he's he's Cog told me he was going on a new diet, so I just figured Yeah. Cog got Cog just leaned up a whole bunch, but he lost his shoulders. No, everybody tonight we are joined by the one, the legend, Ill Physics. Man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. I can't. I gave you the big lavish intro before. Sorry, I don't have one again. No, no, no. That one, that one was good for the entire set of the series, (laughs) for sure, for sure. I, yeah, you took me back with that one, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I I appreciate it, and thank you so much. It's a pleasure always uh, to be invited and come hang out with you, uh, you fine gentlemen, especially uh, Trav. You know, with on brand as always, on brand (laughs) as always. 
No, I mean, it was Dude. great to see you in at GCX. You got, yes. when you, your journey to get there seemed like it was hell. Cause I swear you got there at a, one o'clock in the morning, whenever Friday night, yeah, maybe got you got there. there. I got there pretty late. How was yeah, GCX for you? Cause I know, I mean, we chopped it up when we had our day afterwards, but how was GCX for you? What did you, GCX what did you think about the great. whole thing? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I think that anybody attending for the first time, um, especially this is something that I kind of kept in mind. Anybody attending for the first time, obviously we're still post COVID, right? Um, obviously that's still like a huge concern and a lot of folks that attended, I mean, it was, it was kind of inescapable. The fact that some folks were going to come down with COVID, um, it seemed pretty mild across the folks that did, yeah. uh, you know, once they got back. So that was a blessing, but, uh, it, it was just inevitable that, um, you know, it was just a, a new beginning for GCX, right? As far as vendors, you know, showing up as far as, you know, the density of activities and, and, uh, and also just the, the, I, I thought it was a great showing as far as like, I think it, it went beyond my personal expectations on how many people showed up um, and, and what the actual attendance was, you know, but I think everybody's always got to keep in mind that we're post COVID. This is the first GCX, um, you know, uh, post COVID. And so, uh, for for that, keeping with expectations, it was great as far as attendance by both vendors. Uh, like I said, density of activities and things that they had for us to do, um, and as far as attendance um, and the folks that I was able to see there. But um, I loved it. I loved it. It was my first GCX. Um, yes, it was a little bit of trouble, you know, getting there. I had a canceled <laughs> flight on oh. Friday, but it it truly wasn't as bad as you know some some other folks were. You know, unfortunately, had it like my like friend Epic Dan Epi never got to Epic show up Dan, or something. Yeah, never got there. You know, so really. Yep, never got there. Never got there. He was, he I hope we got his money back for the hotel. I hope so too. I hope so too. So, uh, but but it was beautiful. Um, in the sense of uh, just in my experience, at the very least, like all the egos faded. You know, any any perceived egos or actual egos faded. Um, and everybody just seemed like they were all on the same. You didn't page. talk to Travis very long, did you? Well, I only talked to Travis <laughs> for about a minute, you know, it's, 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 it's common knowledge that after a minute, that's when Trav starts like, yeah. you know, reminding you of where he works, how he works, you know, how great he is, how great his <laughs> hair is, you know, things like that, you know, so I, I try to keep it to a minute anytime that we interact on a one, one on one basis. So that's, that's how you yeah. describe Smart, Travis. Yeah. Interaction that's, with a, Travis. that's a, that's a, that's a really good Travis friendship meta you yeah. developed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really get close friends out of that one, just a whole bunch of acquaintances, but it's what you can do. <laughs> it's my specialty. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but no, it was it was great because, like I said, it just seemed like everybody was there to connect. Everybody was there to kind of, uh, you know, just, just mix it up, have a drink, have a conversation, whether short or long. Um I didn't have I didn't have a single poor interaction, whether it be with a uh, you know a peer, a creator, um, and you know I was just taken aback by this is, I've been to different gaming cons, I've been to anime cons, et cetera, et cetera. I've never been to a con before where um, folks recognized me and appreciated the community that I've that I've built over the last several years. You know, so that was something that truly took me back for sure. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was a blessing. It was a lot of fun and. When people say it, uh, it kind of lit kind of a burning fire with regards to them coming back and creating content and, and community. It's it's true. It's true. You know, it's, it was an inspiration. So nice. Yeah, I mean, that was that's kind of I've had I had one bad experience in 2019 with somebody who was like, "Hey, who are you?" I was like, "I think I know who you are," kind of thing, and they're like, "Oh, you don't know who I am." They were a little little high on themselves, but 
That was one out of literally everybody I've met over the past couple of was like 2019. No, it was Travis. Yeah. yeah, it was Travis. That was, was the first upset. time I met him. And that's why we brought him on the podcast. Really, like, I just you don't know to... who I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now uh, I, can't make I don't even remember anymore. who it was at this point. But I would. You I'm, really I'm, don't? I'm, no, I really don't. I can't remember um, the name, and it's probably because I. He, you're just being nice. You would remember. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Come I on. think you'd. I'd remember. I think I was like I may. But there was somebody, again, I didn't quite remember the name, and then they were so much of a turd, I didn't go look them up anyway after that, because I was like, I'm not going to go like figure out who you are. So I may know the name, but I probably could get it wrong, so I don't want to call the wrong person out. So that's why I never end to. But no, course, I was like, same course. thing. Like, so many people are so nice. You get a chance to talk. Like, those who had booze were really cool to talk to, or the yeah, their little booth section and everything. But I mean, just running into anybody in the bar was so much fun to chit chat with a bunch of people so yeah was, i can't wait yeah. for 2023 and i think as you said like gcx covid was kind of like a rebuilding year for a sports team feel like next year's or ever well, enough of the fomo is going to be in there for a lot of people to go back we may not get travis back but a lot more people will probably be going so <laughs> yeah, it's a long yeah. flight from cali for travis so and it is dude and his britches are a little bigger he goes he goes to the big cons gcx is not enough for the man who only wears suits and florida's too hot for a man in suits so i mean what are you gonna do <laughs> no I, i'll i'll go if uh if bungee goes i just uh i need some distance from florida after that <laughs> you get about <laughs> a year a year and a couple months it'll be august so at yeah. least it'll be hotter which is good yeah uh, i'm just glad they're not doing it in june because that's why i haven't been able to go in the past as they always do like it's either august during gamescom or june during e3 and i can't i have to cover both of those events so mm. we'll see yep well um cog will be here probably any second but i wanted to kind of catch up with you uh, we may do this a little bit out of order since we'll get him for some of the story stuff. I wanted to ask you with regards to this season. Uh, we know, obviously, massive Crucible player that you do. Can't pull Hawk Moon out of your hands unless it's just an odd day <laughs> or some reason. So we know you love your time in PvP. I wanted to get your thoughts on this season's sandbox, how it's been feeling to you, if like all the uproar on Twitter is worth it where the mods and everything are playing in, how has this season's sandbox treated you as a generally PVP player? I'll, I'll keep saying it. I think people are just overreacting in a lot of ways, man. This is not, this is not stasis meta, you know, this isn't you getting frozen and, and, and it just, just objectively unrewarding first person shooter, you know, plays. Um, you know, yes, uh, the heal meta, the the heal nade meta is is annoying, but uh, it's nowhere near that, man. We got Bungie has righteously, you know, nerfed and adjusted some some strong special weapon outliers in particular. There's a strong primary meta going on right now, uh, and maybe that's the reason. Was since since one hit kill weapons are on the decline, right? Um, maybe that's also the reason why. I mean. One hit kill weapons are on the decline. Primary weapons, people are, you know, whether they're peak shooting with them or whatnot, you know, they actually have to get multiple shots into the enemy in order to take them out, allowing folks that want to heal, you know, to dip back behind cover, heal, or whatever. So maybe that's the frustration is, is you know, the one hit kill weapon usage rates, uh, you know, dipping, uh, while the ability for people to heal and to come back for second and third chances is increasing based on these, you know, these heal mechanics. But... Um, I just, I just think people are, are taking for granted what's being thrown at them. Um, honestly, I, I really do. I deeply, deeply, deeply feel that that's the case. And I think that people need to continue to give 
it's crazy that I am saying this, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> people do need to continue to give Bungie some 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 time to kind of push through this meta, see what Arc 3.0 is going to be about. But I just I'm having a blast for the most part. Yeah, there are definitely some days where the cheese gets a little bit too much for me where I mean, that's Destiny. My, my buddy Lunar has said it right. Destiny is rarely in the best state where you could take um, the most competitive uh, game modes and you know competitive competitive elements of the game, mix them all together in something like a like a flawless pool or 5500 comp, and distill that down to the degree that you're gonna get rewarding gameplay. Uh, you know, I say that because once you get up like 5500 comp, or you're facing 5500 teams all the time, or once you're in the flawless pool, you know, facing those, you're, you're gonna get the Amioculuses, you're gonna get the Lord of Wolves, you're gonna get all that together, you're gonna get the rents, you're gonna get every every oppressive mechanic you're going to get that mixed into many of the games that you play in these atmospheres so yes you know that's always kind of uh something on on the you know on the backdrop you have to keep in mind but other than and, and those things definitely i play those atmospheres a lot i don't play a lot of flaws pool just because i don't i don't subject myself to that <laughs> i'm not gonna but 50 i have been playing quite a bit of 5500 comp and doing a comp help and things like that and you know there are days i definitely have to take a break but I think the if, if there was one message for me with regards to this meta is it's an overreaction and people just do not they're taking for granted you know where we were and where we are right now um, not just not just the meta that we're in but also the support that PvP is currently getting and how we are ramping up towards Lightfall to get something I feel like I'm really feeling like it's going to be something special. A PVP is going to be something special um, when, when Lightfall Light gets here. So um, I remain optimistic. I'm having a good time in PVP. Of course, like I said, there are days I got to take breaks, but you know, overreaction in my opinion, and folks need to just focus on the positives for right now. Um, and there's plenty of them and stop, stop just complaining all the time. And that's again, something coming from me. <laughs> yeah. Travis, you were given that like the the okay sign. Were you? Where do you? How well, how has Crucible been treating you this season? I don't think we actually have gone into that as much. I haven't played some. a ton, to be honest. Yeah, I've I've sort of fallen off it a bit. But although what I have played, so I will say first of all, I think people should be complaining because that's how the game gets better. I'm a big complainer, big advocate, and that is why they should delete Warlocks. Uh, you came in on a good. You, you came on on a good oh. part. Cog. Oh, did Cog just enter? Oh, I didn't see Cog uh, enter the chat there. I was just talking and we can't, finishing we can't my. Hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Yeah, I was just finishing my twenty-minute monologue. Um. So. Yeah. Good. Now, tra uh, Cog is. Hey, Hill, how you doing, buddy? Look at me. <laughs> hey, Hill, how you doing, buddy? Uh. Yeah, and I just I just want to clarify again. I'm not saying you know just like just like you know traps. Really? I'm not saying that folks shouldn't complain. I'm just saying there's this there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. There's a, there's a lot of not recognizing how far we've come. That's that's all. Ooh. I feel 100. Like so lot, that that's what I was going to follow up. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what I was going to follow up with. Is I 100 agree. Like, um, or I, I I think that people should be complaining because that's that you you got to. You gotta let Bungie know what they can improve on of course. at all times. Yes. Can you hear me? Can uh, you hear me? Yep. yep. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, cool, cool, cool. What's up, Con? I do cool. think that there is a lot of hyperbole though, where people are like making it seem like it's the end times for Destiny PvP. And I would say that we've been through much worse. We've been through 
years long content droughts for PVP. We've been through stasis. We've been through double primaries. Uh, we've we've been through a whole lot worse than we're at Mountain now. Mountaintop. I, I mean. Although, you know, what's funny is people look back at the at mountaintop and recluse now and are like happy about it. They're like, oh, yeah, saying, that's what I'm, that's how, you know, folks yeah. are delusional when folks yeah. are looking back on mountaintop recluse like <laughs> era. When folks are looking back, dog, when folks are looking back on stasis meta beyond light and saying they would prefer that over this. That's yeah, how you know wow. I mute you. I mute you. <laughs> I don't care who you are. If you're saying some delusional stuff like that, I mute you 100%. I don't care who you are. It could be TTV. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it could be it could be true Vanguard, man. I would I would mute him in a second. I swear you to God. You get that mute. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're getting it, man. Delusional. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we've seen some things. We've been through some things. Some, exactly. Some metas. We've been some, through the crucible, yeah. baby. We've yeah, been through we've been the crucible. Now. We've Welcome, Cog. Happy to have you. I know you had some stuff Thank going you. on, but happy to have you yeah, here. Appreciate you. Appreciate uh, you. We are life, literally life gotten away. Hey, life happens. That's that's why yeah. we. It helps to be able to roll with it. Um, wanted to ask you those. We're just literally talking about how has Crucible felt for you just this season as a whole so far. Just on an overall feeling. People complain about the mods and all that stuff. Just kind of how has it felt to you? Not the you know trash fire that is you know Twitter's replies and things of that nature. It's been weird. I played a lot of Crucible this season. I played a lot of Trials this season. Um, I've seen some some things, you know, that that I'm not necessarily um thrilled with. But at the same time, overall, I would say right now with the the changes to resilience, you know, kind of like specking into like anti flinch kind of builds. I've been doing that. Um, I've seen the 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 anti air effectiveness stuff. I, I do I do agree with that sentiment that. You know, even though you got to build into it, I don't. I don't know if it's really as efficient as they would have hoped. And I know they're still tweaking things on the back end. You know, matchmaking is still a problem. You know, I, I still have issues. You know, especially we we talk at nauseum as a trials player. You know, when there's no freelance playlist, it, it's really tough. It's almost for me avoidable because it's like I know I'm gonna get matched up. You know, as as the team going up against the two stack. You know, kind of a thing. So I almost at this point was like, let's just make freelance mandatory kind of a bit um as a person who played a grinded for the iron lord title played a ton of of um rift like the idea of it um still got to make some tweaks there but it, overall it just felt good to play an objective based mode i must admit like i did like that aspect to it so look is it where it needs to be no you know there's still some things that needs to be improved in the meta but I, is it like the overall worst meta i've played no is that de we've definitely like physics said like we've been through some really horrible metas and the only thing i will say right now is i don't know what's going on with no time to explain but i'm down with the team because I, I am pinching heads I, somebody was pinching my head because i had bro let me tell he's, you he's on it he's on it man you want you want to doze man you want to doze i'm adapt i'm i will adapt i came in there thinking i'm god <laughs> i came in there thinking i'm god tier my little crafted god roll peace of mind elemental capacitor perpetual motion i'm like i'm ready i got that the ideal thing and i'm getting bodied yeah but it was like austrigger mm. yeah austrigger and peace of mind which is getting me out of there so i'm like you know what let me dust this off right quick. Let me see what is happening. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this this yeah, is nice. Yeah, this yeah, is nice. SMGs yeah. are very nice right now. Sidearms are SMGs very nice. Very good. 
And the last thing I'll say is I gotta say R.I.P. to to the, to the shoddies a little, cause like, yeah, yeah it's like running yeah, down and yeah. yeah, it's not where and they got they got me, man. I'm a Lord of Wolves guy. They finally mm-hmm. got they me. Finally, they finally took you out. You I mean you yeah. deserve it? You deserve Dude, it. Dude, I know exactly <laughs> what type of player you are, Conk. Yeah. No, he's he's an adapt. He's an adapt. You know what that means? Adapt just means I'm a, I'm gonna pull out that cheesy shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's exactly what it means. It means I'm gonna shatter dive relentlessly until uh, right, right, right. Yeah, right? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this cool guy video real quick. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, that's that's <laughs> the thing to do right now. All right, I'm on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, you have fun. You have fun. Period. Hold on. Let me Period. let me get my clan right quick. Shout out to Boot and Tail. He said, Yvonne, you don't come in and don't play Destiny. Stop it. I saw you last night. Oh, back for dead. <laughs> he said, hey, Boot and Tail, just play with his more popular content. I don't even get that. I get a cute. Hey, I got to ask, ask Kaga a question. Yeah, question. I got to ask Kaga a question. So I need an estimated time of delivery for your Crocs, sir. Oh, that's not happening. You saw trouble. <laughs> <laughs> those are an abomination. We need to get rid of those. If you are wearing those, God bless. But I feel you have. You guys are about to have a divi- the Iron Lords podcast is literally about to split up into two podcasts on Sunday. Those who wear Crocs and those who don't. You've been listening to Defining Duke, I see. And, uh, King and watching outside. Twitter. Have you not seen King on Twitter? He is, as, as you guys today. say, he's outside with his Crocs. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see him today. I don't know what he did today. No, nothing specifically did. today. Okay. But he's not the king. Though. He, he, he I feel like it. the only way you can pull off Crocs is if you have the body of King David. <laughs> I can't. I can't wear Crocs. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, yeah, no. I already. I already have too little. Too little going for me that identifies me as a man. <laughs> I can't pull no. off Crocs. Oh God. oh God, it's not going to work. You know, I uh, not doing yourself toxic. much justice that's there. That sounds yeah. toxic Careful. to me. That's how, mm. Too much of a scion. To you guys, you guys could wear Crocs. I love it, Scion to the cabal. <laughs> Two legionaries escorting their Scion. Yeah, yeah. Salute, salute. Uh, well, we will get back to the changes coming to the sandbox here in a second. But uh, we got to our sixth week of the Sever mission. We got resolved this week. We got to see Keitel work out some of her pain points and kind of get a different side of Gaul that we got towards the end. I wanted to get your guys' take on this week's mission. And then also, once we kind of get our takes, I want to see where you guys think Season 7 slash End of the Quest may may leave us or where we may go. So, Tony? Physics? Oh, man. I'm going to have to defer. I was having a mental health week, so I haven't even caught up. So. Are you he okay? Was, uh, Are you okay if we go into details team. about it? Are you okay if we go into details about it? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. I was just having a pretty down week. I haven't, you know, streamed for the last few days. I just have been sleeping a lot, you know, which is telltale signs of having a down. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to unplug know? and recover. So, totally yeah. Fine. Just unplug, uh, you know, like charge back up. That's, that's kind of one of the... You know, it fed a little bit into. I'm I'm a Twitter guy, but man, like I said, when I say that, even my Twitter has been my Twitter. Ninety nine percent of the time is very pleasant. Like the way that I have it set up, the way that I have it curated, who I'm following, who I've blocked, who I've muted. You know, I curate that heavily. But you know, even 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 with my feed, you know, it's it's that's that's one of the reasons why I feel like some of what's going on with PvP is a bit of an overreaction. Is because yes, I agree, complaining and you know, constructive criticism, both of those necessary, you know, um, in order for, you know, developers to get that feedback, that necessary feedback. Obviously, we don't want it to, to take it to, 
you know, harassing yawns type levels. Of course, of course, that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about complaining. But uh, but it's just gotten to the the point, you know, that uh, it's just I feel like it's a little 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 too drawn out, a little bit too much. And like I said, so you're I saying that, that um, your trauma takes the form of a toxic Twitter user slash commenter. So um, Keitel has golf floating over her. Right. Okay. Oh, we're singing back. Okay. And you've got like a whiny, toxic YouTuber. Or is this the Twitter anime comment. profile picture, as Mercules would say, or something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but any anyway, yeah, it's just it's just been kind of a, a tough week, and any any sort of like excess negativity, you know, I, I don't want that yeah. to like steal my energy. So I've just been kind of block that out as much as possible, get some rest, and. Oh, come back strong. So I feel we'll, I feel we'll throw down some resonators for you here. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Shout out real quick to like, Necromancer like Zale. Uh, been enjoying the Cabal assistance in these last two missions. I actually did want to shout that out. Um, seeing cool. those guys actually walking through with you. And I got to say, like the Scions, if you chill next to them, they have one of the creepiest growls really? of the three. Oh, yeah. Just in this one specifically, when you're hanging in kind of the fan section before you go forward. Because you always have to, like, get the shield. And they just kind of hang in there and just, you know, kind of peter shots at the shield. But it's the Scion itself. If you get close and just let him kind of do his little rumble or whatever they did to that voice, the Scion is... It sounds like that should be coming from the other two. But that Scion has got, like, he smoked way too much in and now it's just coming out all <laughs> raspy and everything. It's really hilarious. But I love the way the Scions, for one, how much bigger they are when you're standing next to them. But two... Um, go listen to that if you get if you got to replay it, which you probably have. Have you seen point. the science without the helmet on? Uh, I don't know. Somebody put a picture of that on Twitter, and that shit's been haunting my dream. <laughs> y'all seriously haven't seen that? Nah, Just go I've never seen it. I gotta look if it up y'all now. are ready for like a cursed evening, like go look that up. Like a sign without the helmet on. That's horrifying. You guys know that part where um, <laughs> that part of the. Of that activity where you... Oh, is that kind of the similar... Here, I'm going to copy a picture just to ruin Tony's night so he can't sleep again. Is it something Uh, like this? Because this looks like it's from the raid from the Leviathan. It's supposed to be healing him. Wow. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah, that's that's, that's different. (laughs) That's 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 different. That's That's different. Yeah, that's different. Okay. You guys know that part where um, you jump down the fan and then... Yep. There's yes. those two. There's those two big boys. Yeah. yeah. And you guys. That's, that's, you guys start right. walking down the hallway together. Mm-hmm. That was me at GCX with you two. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys know what it's like. Uh, oh, yeah. me. Exactly yeah, the, like that. Got the yeah, legion. Cool. Got the legionary escorts. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. They're, they are a little. A little creepy. It's kind of like an Independence Day when they got the shell and they peel Ooh. that thing off. Yeah, they peel it yeah, yeah. up and you got the yeah. creepy thing inside. So yeah, always, yeah, always a little creepy. So Cog, mm-hmm. I know you're always into the story. Have you got a, a chance creepy. to play it this week? Yeah, yeah. Caught up. Um, it was interesting. It was interesting. I I like the initial mechanic of killing that damn Galron. I always like trapping him up and you know I, I don't know i think it's funny they made a mechanic where he this thing is invincible is kind of stalking you kind of thing so you got to the story and um a little disappointed that it was the golf fight again in the same space again but I mean, i'm like that's All right, the cadence cool. of what we've been doing what yeah, did you expect yeah, yeah. Like... yeah but you know it was it was interesting listening to the dynamic and and Kaido's resolution like how she's more confident how she's you know coming to peace with the situation like look you know my, I may have idolized you too much. And, and, you know, as far as 
because I felt he made some strong bars against her the last week about, yeah. yo, look what you got the cabal. You, you're, you know, you're following light bear. I thought he had strong arguments the prior week. So, but this week, you know, she's coming into her own and was like, look, that what you guys did, it failed. You got killed. You got right. absorbed by the travel. Yeah. <laughs> like she had some cold lines for him this week. So I thought that was cool. I, I liked her resolution. You know, her and her and Zavala having some nice, you know, sweet talk no, again. No, yeah. Man, uh, yeah. that is the, that's going to be one of the best platonic <laughs> friendships to watch in this entire game. I love when those two talk because what have you heard the one where they talk about knitting? Yes, that is so great yes. to picture those yes. two hanging out somewhere on one of her ships, like he's up there for like a a business lunch or something, and they have an afternoon where they're looking out into space, just like knitting. And I can just picture I'm like. This is hilarious to me because for one, she's nine foot whatever she is, and Zavala's yeah. over there, this you know vanguard, and they're just sitting there with like a couple knitting needles, passing the space time <laughs> away, and it just kills me. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I, I like the development there. I was a little surprised, no crow at all on this one. You really? know what I mean? But yeah, I thought maybe we get a little bit because I felt you know obviously we know this is Kylo's focus. I yeah. get it. But the thing I, I, I ain't gonna lie to, I really like the end. Because they set they threw a nice little monkey wrench for me where it's like, okay, you're thinking, all right, resolution, everybody's, you know, exercised their demons, we're on to the next thing. And they were like, oh no. You know, Callus has made the connection to to the pyramid. There's this uneasiness that Eris has that we are not prepared for something. I like ominous stuff like that. It gives me a little Sabathun vibe. Like, what is she going to do or what is Callus going to do? Something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be a character death. I don't go, I'm not going to go that extreme. But they wrapped it up in a boat too quickly at first, I thought. But then I like this ominous leave. So I, I'm just sitting back. What's going to happen? Yeah, next week. Where's this going to go left? Yeah, so that, that's where I'm at. Travis? Um, it was okay. <laughs> it's I. It's I. It's good. I mean, it was exactly kind of what I expected. You know, she picked herself up, and I just wonder if um, I almost wanted her to be like, you know what? You have a point. I was Ooh. pretty weak, you know, because like uh, it just seems weird for a cabal to be that in touch with their feelings, like. This is pretty advanced stuff, and they're cabals. They don't even have, like, words for retreat. I assume that mental health is also a word that they do not have in their vocabulary. <laughs> Self-love, that's got to not be one, right? Um, so, but it's not uh, like they it, don't feel those things, though. That's true. They just don't have a word for it. No, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, if you eliminate the word for it, you eliminate the idea of it, according to 1984. You know, so gotta, we got that going on. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, we've said all the same criticisms before. It's a little too fast. It's a little too concise. Uh, it's a little too self-contained. It doesn't really follow like the larger story. But for what it is, it's decent. It's not as decent as that dog. Look at that guy. What is that? Aww. Who is that? You gonna introduce that that creature to us? That Muppet? She's she's been wanting to she's been wanting to jump up for like the last half an hour. Uh, yeah. this is Pretz. This is my this is my baby girl Pretz. Is it Pretz? like short for pretzel or? Uh, it's actually a Japanese snack. So if you've oh. heard of pokey sticks, if you've yeah. heard, heard oh, of yeah. pokey sticks, yep. yeah, it's the sister snack to that. Yeah, Pretz. 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 Yep. Pretz. Yep. Nice. So she's she's eleven years old. She's a miniature schnauzer. Schnauz. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I was like my schnauzer. my oldest just actually just turned ten. Raya just my turned oldest. 10. You did not just describe yeah, your dog that way. I have oh, three of them now. Boy, yeah. my oldest. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm well, sorry. Pretty, adva- pretty advanced for her age. Ten <laughs> year old husky. Yeah, she's seen some stuff. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now you don't have to call your kids husky. Okay, they're big boned. <laughs> Enzo is Enzo is the husky. Enzo is the Enzo is the seventy pound guy. So definitely there. Uh, no, I mean I'm kind of with both of you guys. I didn't have like big expectations because it's week six of seven. I'm curious what happens next week. We know from the trailer that somewhere we're going to go into the robot room. There's going to be a portal to take us somewhere. And as you guys have said, I enjoy what I've enjoyed. Like I, I enjoy just like turning the dialogue up, sound a little lower and just listening to the characters talk because I've really enjoyed what they've done with just the voice acting for Gaul and Keitel both. Gaul especially, I really like what they did with him. And then also each week, the automatons. Callus is definitely coming into his own with his just absolute smug personality and everything else. I think he's just, I can't wait to get more of his interaction because of whatever that voice actor is doing with that character, I'm really, really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool to see, you know, now we got the resolution. It is funny when you see the little memory projections in the helm. You got Safi, you got Aldrin, and then you got Gaul, who's oh. massive compared to the other two, which is mm-hmm. fitting. But it is funny to actually finally see those in reference to each other. Um, but yeah, when you finally go back and you you expect, obviously, you're like, all right, one, two, three. What's gonna, something has to happen next week because we know there's a seventh week. And then Eris doesn't seem to quite know what's going on. So are we going to go back into the pyramid? Are we going to like teleport from the Leviathan to the pyramid ship in week seven and go have some interaction in there where we fight a different nightmare that's maybe ours? Or is this a point where we get like, you know, a nightmare of kind of like what we faced before we went through Garden of Salvation? Are we going to face some kind of like copy of ourselves? I would love to see us actually fight a nightmare guardian to go through. Mm. So that would actually be kind of cool. So I don't know if they're going to take it that far. But again, also, as you guys are saying, I feel like this is kind of a catalyst to set up whatever yeah. something towards Lightfall is going to be. So I don't know if we actually do get a tight resolution. It may be something that we might sever a connection or something may linger. I'm just next week should be I hope is next week lives up to kind of what they've been building yeah. to. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I like being uneasy that the resolution, all the stuff that because let's be honest, Eris. For the most part, when she has her plan set, what we do for her generally works. And she's like genuinely like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Mm. Like something is still brewing. Something is cooking. What is he up to that he's communing still? And, you know, I love the Callus character. I think Cal- he's hilarious, first of all. But um, he's all he's he's still seeking. He's still looking for what. And he if he's communed with the witness and if they could tie the witness back in again and get us back on track to that you know, the, you know, we got the TV series version, what yep. I call the season, and then we have the the overarching MCU universe where we had Tom Farnsworth on, and I'm dying. If they can make that connection back to the witness again, that would get me excited because he's what I'm, to be honest, like, that was the biggest, I'm still blown away that we saw him in Witch Queen. Yep. I mm-hmm. didn't know that they would actually do it. I remember it was a great campaign, Sabathun, okay, the whole bit, and then it's like, yo, they actually going to show the big this, this early this early too yes. yeah I, I yes. feel like this is relatively early for that yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so we gotta say well yeah they did they, 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 they it's gonna be quick you gotta see how this thing like the, the next couple of weeks how they resolve it yep. or not resolve it yeah next week will be we'll see if there's a nice little bow on everything or if it just kind of goes into chaos should be not a bow does not believe yeah, not no bow. Bow. Won't be a bow no bow. time I mean, I, hope, like... I honestly hope it's not. That's kind of the thing. I'm with you. I hope it's not perfectly wrapped up in this little like seasonal package. I hope it's 
something happens that you know takes us forward. That's what I'm hoping. I got, for. A, Travis, I got a Travis it'll, question. It'll be like, somebody going. It was all the darkness the whole time. The witness. <laughs> and that'll be it. <laughs> what, what um, you like those things where it's like it was just a dream. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I was going to ask you, like, what do you need? You, you think we're ready for a character death? Well, that's too much. They won't do that off season, unless it's uh, unless it's the uh, factions that they're literally just getting rid of, as Tom told us. Those will, like, those yeah, will you die. just wipe those. Yeah. Just just erase those from the yeah. character list. It's fine. Not any meaningful deaths. I mean, they can't really do that on this. Yeah, like, I don't even know who they would go after right now. Though nobody's set up to be in peril per se. Yeah, that's true. Are they going to wrap that? Are they going to wrap that up as, as far as uh, like the uh, the factions? Are they going to actually wrap that up in some sort of like storyline? I think the factions are all. Yeah, factions, Lakshmi, are factions are done. Like Lakshmi died, and the other ones just bailed, right? Hmm. Yeah, they bailed. Yep. Yeah. They bailed, even though one of their organizations literally existed for the explicit purpose of not bailing, oh, and not they just bailing. decided <laughs> they just decided that they were going to make that entire faction bail because that yep. was a, a good storytelling. One hundred percent with you. I did not like the new monarchy. Hadea would not do that, in my opinion. Now, what's funny yeah. is everybody did what Dead Orbit would do. Like Dead Orbit. Dead Totally makes sense. Make him leave. (laughs) New monarchy should have stayed in some capacity. Future war cult should have all been brought to the guillotines. I think that, you know, they, they had a, wow. 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 I mean, they should have, they were traitors. They have quite a, we need a strong last city. Okay. Either we have laws or we don't have laws. Oh, physics. What are we going to do in this (laughs) last city? Okay. They were out of pocket. Lakshmi was out of pocket for the revolution. Yeah, she got put like, down. We got these, we got these, these fallen in- immigrants coming across our borders in the, the last city. We got to do something about it. Why did he fall at the soda machines down there? <laughs> they, you know, they just like the laying down there. Every time you, y'all can't tell me like every time, every time you uh, queue into like the area. Like that set that second area by by yeah, by, the lower by the drifter yeah. down bottom and they're just hanging the fallen are just hanging at the rails yes. right there that you don't feel something you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yes, oh, every time something. you walk into the helm and you turn by those two big cabal by the door, every time I'm like, whoa! Hey, it's I just a, it's just like a split second reaction. I'm like, yep, you're still big and you're just Y'all hanging out in here. Are racist? Y'all are racist. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I'm alluding yeah. to. I'm just like, no, it's hey, what, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? When he walks into that quarantine zone with the two big cabal, he clutches his glimmer a little more tightly. You know, <laughs> he hides his exotics a little bit. You know, he's worried about him. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I roll my windows up. You know, that type of. <laughs> Listen, man, you, know, you got to get rid of these in all seriousness. No, in all seriousness, they created an atmosphere that was pretty consistent. Yes. That's what I was trying to get at. They created an atmosphere that's pretty consistent with the feeling and and like how some of the characters like Lakshmi were talking about, you know, the the immigrant fallen and and things like that, you know. So that, yeah. that's what I was kind of that's what I was kind of you you felt that when you entered yeah. the city, like yeah. you know the, the placement of these characters, um, yeah, like what are they, what are they doing here? What are they doing here? You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, and then you have to push back against that, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It, no, it, it was it was a very intentional, obviously intentional. Oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. Oh, 100%. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just funny to see. 
It's just funny to see after that story passes, then the actual players describe the process of now co like sharing space with those people. And they're like a little bit like, Hmm, this is going to take some getting used to. And you're like, Oh my God, you guys are like my grandparents. Like you're this, like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I I, I love the fact that, you know, Bungie did push an interesting narrative into little real, you know, little real life situations into it, because let's be honest, we've been fighting these, these guys for so long, right? It's inherent. It's, It's, you know, what's what it really resonates with me. When I had to do the the new light stuff over, because I had to create other characters to get the Iron Lord title, because I wasn't going to do it. I literally broke my own rule for that title. And I'm playing. Wow, you did yeah, that. Yeah, he Holy said crap. it. He said it. He I said broke, it. Yeah, I did it, man. I refused. I was going to do Warlock Life all day, and I was like, Wow, no, this is so, like learning that Bruce Wayne did kill like one or two people. Like this is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So I'm going back, and I'm I'm listening. And it's like, it's so ingrained into the initial story of Destiny of the Fallen being the enemy and, you know, and then obviously Red War campaign. And now to see how far we've come with a Mithrax and, and a Ka- Kaido, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's interesting to see, man. It's like, not as simple really anymore. Was... It's not as yeah. simple anymore. Yeah. And that's and that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great for new light character people, by the way. <laughs> new, new oh man, no, no, it's all this. else, man. I'll tell you, I, they got to be. If there is a single like demographic of player that I am the most both both concerned for and that I feel for is new lights, man. New light, yeah. Even before how? the PvP, oh, most definitely, most yeah. even before the PvP. So like, yeah. how? How do we even like? You really need somebody to hold your hand for. Here, I've got homework for, weeks, for you. Here's weeks, six hours man. of. Fife's channel to up. go watch. Everybody should buddy up. Yeah, yeah. No, like, it's, it's no. Even YouTube. You can't. You can't. You can't even do YouTube anymore. Like you literally need somebody to buddy yeah. up with you. Every new player that signs in is is an, an assigned a mentor. So when you log in, yes. you're like, hey, yes. this character seems to play at about the similar times as you. You're there in your fire team constantly. Take them with you. Talk to them. Let's go. Exactly. Every new devil's player, every... advocate. Devil's advocate. Let's go. If you were an actual guardian who got rezzed present day in the Destiny 2 meta, you also wouldn't know what's going on in the story. And there would be no way to easily catch up. So maybe they're going for realism. They go for realism. Mm-hmm. Going for realism. Pure, pure experience. All right. pure experience. That's, That's right. That's one of the better arguments I've actually heard. I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> because At least realism-wise. But on the other side, it still sucks for him. So It does suck. It is a terrible <laughs> game design. I was like, that's Choice actually for, one of know. the better ways I've heard it phrased, <laughs> that you could play it off in the lore. But on the other side, yeah, there's so much amazing stuff. Cause, I mean, we had Tom on a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about the Red War missions. The one where you walk slowly, and the music is slow, and your power has been stripped mm. from you. Oh, and like, the that feeling scene. in that mission is like, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, Destiny 2 is doing what to me right now? Yeah, and that's one. Th- that's yeah. not even there. They don't even get to be part of Cade going through that experience. We don't get to see older internet. There's so many major they pieces won't, right they now. They don't know who the Colonel is. Well, yeah, that's that's the that's, that's the worst colonel. part. Yeah, the uh, they won't ever be able to go to you know the Arcology on what the hell oh, is that stupid the planet? Arcology. That was yes. a beautiful like, Titan. Dust. I was just Titan, talking about yeah. that on stream the other night. That beautiful, beautiful. I love that Titan. place so much. I forgot about that planet. Yeah, right? Navathun's song is, is still to this day oh. my favorite My favorite Nightfall. I love that Nightfall so much. Such a great Nightfall. What yeah. Nightfall? Savathun's song. Doesn't exist. Never heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you can't show me the if you can't show me the strike, it's no. Not you're real. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'd have to really go back and find something. Go back and find it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like that one too, man. I played that one a lot. I love Sloan too. 
Like I oh, love yeah, Sloan, yeah. So, you know. Like, Sloan. but yeah, I, I love Titan Pacifica. Yeah. Shut up, Titans bro. are boring. Sloan, what did she do? Yeah, yo, you're, she killing do me. you're killing me. You're killing me. You're killing me. You're killing me. He is a titan. This is Ma- weird. Making, dev- maybe making devil's advocate your whole personality. Out that here. is. I swear. That is <laughs> actually what he is. Personality. I have no, not. No. I, okay, so I've, this is that the first is time i That is literally what heard, he does. Is, uh, this is hey, the first there's time some controversial thing? Yes. First yeah, time yeah. I've heard that there are Sloan stands. That's all I'm saying. I, I love mm-hmm. I loved Sloan. I What'd she do? She was battle ready. She was... Steady. Um, mm-hmm. she was. Uh, she looked cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. She did was she just. A straight, she was a straight shooter. She was a straight shooter. Unfortunately, she did not have a very <laughs> strong hold in the lore. But mm-hmm. like, what? come on, man. You know, like okay. this. This was. I mean, who did at that point? You know, there were only a few people at that point that really did have. I feel like a stronghold, active lore in the game where you felt connected to them. That's fair. You know, after after they vaulted her, that's when that's when the story started to really, really start to come into play for quite a few of our favorite uh, our favorite yeah. characters. So, oh yeah, oh, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I, you know, truth be told, I didn't have as as big of a hold with regard. Like Sloan didn't have as big of a hold for me as like Arcology and some of the, yeah. you know, like uh, set pieces um, on Titan. I really love water. I love the water. I love Pacifica as far as the PvP yeah. map. I've yeah. always loved Pacifica. Um, it's just a it's just a beautiful planet, a water yeah. planet. I love. I'm with you on planet. the planet. I I yeah. missed that that whole look. It had such a unique kind unique. Of setup, all of that. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I forgot about Titan, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are, I guess we're not entirely sure what's going to happen next week, but yeah, it was like new players, at least in the, they have it to where if a new player starts, they can see what happens within a year. That is an improvement over previous seasons. So we're at the point where they can experience a whole year. Even if they join in season 19, they can theoretically play it all. The pricing models, that's a different one we've gotten into. But um, before we get ARC 3.0 next season, we have some more changes coming to the sandbox this season. And I wanted to ask our guest a question. Yeah. Yep. So right now in the world of Crucible, and we'll cover some of the changes in airborne effectiveness and all that type of stuff that you've got. As there are so many things now in the game, and we have this segment when it comes to helping the lowest man on the totem pole in PvP, this guy right here, Ebontis. We're going to help this guy get better in PvP, the average Joe. And uh, there's things like airborne effectiveness. There are things like flinch that you can now build into. So many things that people don't know about. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where would you say, or what would you say, is kind of an important thing for new players coming in to understand? You know, they've looked at some of the, you know, the 60-40 rule or the two-second rule or some of those. They've gotten some of those, but they're still missing some of these behind-the-scenes things. Where would you rank the behind-the-scenes priorities to learn between, you know, recoil direction stats on your gun? You've got aim assist that now is there. Airborne effectiveness. Some of these stats that we're going to know about next season, but we don't know right now. Uh, I think airborne effectiveness has got to be, like, the biggest thing because people are going to intuitively come into the game and expect for their bolts to go where they shoot them. You know, even if they do a, That's a small weird, bunny right? hop off the ground, <laughs> even if they do a small bunny hop off the ground, right? Um, not like a charged, not 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 a charged jump or anything like that, a burst glide, anything like that. Even if they do just a little bunny hop off the ground, which looks and feels the exact same across all three characters, their bullets are not going to fly exactly where they shoot them, right? Yeah. So I think that's just something 
that a new player needs to kind of keep in mind? If we're just talking about like back end things, things that are a little less known, um, things that are maybe a little bit newer um, to the whole like PVP, the, the, the depth of the PVP system. Um, yeah. Um, and the, the unfortunate thing about that, obviously, is that like I'm not going to go as far as I've said this many times. I'm not going to go as far as to say that the system uh, implemented was half baked because I just don't agree with that. Um, because the system like is working pretty flawlessly outside of how you build into it outside of how you build into it. It's working pretty flawlessly on the back end. I'm pretty sure uh, like, I feel like, you know, what they intended with regards to how aim assist ends up changing in the air, like dynamically and things like that. Like that is a, that's gotta be a really tough system to implement on the back end when it has never worked like that in the, in seven, eight years. You know, so now now we can get into, you know, like building into it and, and, and things like that with which they are slowly. They said it in the they just said it. Hold on. I'd like to just state it exactly how they said it. Um, we were cautious about making weapons too easy to use while airborne at season 17 launch, preferring to take some time to evaluate and then buff accordingly rather than having to nerf. So like. You know, it, it's it's a it was a it's a tough for everybody that's concerned about AE airborne effectiveness, myself included. That was probably the roughest edge of this new season launch of season seventeen. I guess it's not new anymore. Um, you know, like yeah, it was just a, a really it's growing pains. It's growing pains. But going back to exactly what you said with regards to newest new lights, I think that's the thing that because the flinch the flinch stuff it's just like your your weapon is naturally going to have some degree of stability to it it's naturally going to have you're you're naturally going to as a new light you're not going to value necessarily recovery over resilience you know you're going to see these stats and you're not going to necessarily know that 100 recovery is generally what you know PVP mains are going to be running you're thinking oh okay well you know resilience sounds good too you're not going to know how important that is relative to you know mobility and recovery so you're generally going to and you know you're not going to be build crafting so heavily so there's going to be uh you know armor that drops with a good amount of resilience so you're going to equip that just because that's what you have or maybe that's the highest like power level or something like that so and i also argue and i think most people would agree that uh, flinch in the game is less of a determining factor um, in the outcome of an engagement versus uh, airborne effectiveness when you're actually trying to utilize, you know, something in the air. When you're trying to shoot your gun in the air or whatnot and it, your bullet doesn't fly exactly where you're pointing it, um, that's something that's heavily impactful to the outcome of engagement versus getting flinched by a weapon um, where you have some baseline level of flinch resistance based on just randomly having a certain amount of stability on your gun and randomly having a certain amount of resilience and that sort of thing. You're already kind of built into flinch resilience a little bit, whereas airborne effectiveness, nobody is just randomly built into airborne effectiveness. You know, you truly do at this point have to uh, like intentionally, explicitly build into that for you to feel any sort of difference um, and ensure that your bullets somewhat fly where you want them to fly or where you're shooting or where you're pointing, um, you know, while you're in the air. So airborne effectiveness has got to be like the number one thing for new lights to kind of keep in mind if they're, you know, trying to jump into the crucible and have a rewarding experience. It's so interesting. I'm listening to all physics and it's like, I'm, I'm thinking of like, again, we, we've on that conversation of new light and stuff. And someone in the chat said it too, like, man, like if one thing about this game, it is great for content creators <laughs> because this game, 
the minutia and and all the different aspects of the meta that are tweaked and changed and then we have the the other pvp changes that and, and pve separate changes like it's getting to that point now where i'm looking at a new light and i, I i'll use like He's not a new light, but I use Attic as an example. Like he 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 disappears for a while, yeah. and then he comes back, right? So when he comes back to PvP, he's like, okay, well, what's the what's the meta? Like what's and I'm like, well, you got a, a bunch of different things you can use. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? The, you know what you call it? The headcans are now in a good place, or this RPM SMG is in a good place, that kind of thing. But I feel like every season it does change, which I the 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 creator in me, the the, the meta lover in me likes that. But there's a part of me like, how can they translate this? To the new like the person who's just trying to get into PvP, not understanding what airborne effect this, this is, and not understanding how to spec to recovery or resilience and mobility, the things that would be critical for them to be at least give them a better playing field as a foundation as a new mm -hmm. PvP player. And that's the struggle. I'm like, and someone said in the chat, like, has the game, I'm gonna bring it to y'all, bring it to you, E. Like, has it gotten so complicated? Like, that we can't really explain it. And then they change at such a cadence every season. Like, how does the new light guy be able to compete in PvP? I mean, that's, like, you know the, I mean? that's the hard part for, one, we already covered story. They might feel right. lost is probably almost even a nice term at that point, depending on what piece they're stepping into. They're like, hey, is Ky where's Keitel? Where's she coming from? Okay, we have this other season. We didn't know what was going on. But I mean, if you sit there and you break down what is in like a Mercury spreadsheet, You've got cones and accuracy angles, and then you've got airborne and when you jump, and now you've got aim assist, depending on what your input method is. And then, like, even the way the stats work now, it's like, if you jumped in and you actually went into, if there was even a tutorial saying, hey, range is going to extend how far your weapon is effective, both, you know, the drop-off distance and those types of things. Stability, the longer you hold down the trigger, the recoil direction, which you can't even see in the game, it's going to veer left, it's going to go straight up vertical. None of that stuff is explained to a player basically ever. So when you get to a point where a new player comes in is like, hey, I point my gun and shoot, cool. But then it's also, how do I figure out how all this stuff works? And part of it, some people can say is like, okay, well, you can sit there and fire a gun at a wall and be like, okay, this thing goes left. The problem with Destiny, and which hopefully in Season 18 that's going to change, is when they said at least airborne effectiveness is going to be a stat shown in-game. And hopefully the other stats are going to be that way as well. They better put aim assist, recoil direction, airborne effectiveness. I don't know if where flinch would go, but that's like the things that you can build into should be shown somewhere on your character. Like what is the aim assist on this weapon? 23. I don't know. What does that mean? Well, this one's only got five. Okay. So that's going to help a little bit. The recoil direction. Okay. Show that number. And just like even dim has it show the direction that thing's going to go. So if I look at a wall and I'm veering left, I know why this gun has this recoil this direction versus this going straight up the middle on the other side without testing all the weapons and going through and either finding these websites or things like that. But the casual person who buys destiny checks out the story because a friend told him so, and then plays every so often may not care about that much stuff. And there's a lot that they can look into, but I do hopefully see some changes in season 18, making that a bit easier but to say that it's complicated for a new player, I think is an easy thing to understand because I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say, because I listed off half of that stuff and that probably doesn't even cover everything of how a gun works when you try and aim and pull a trigger and much less as you know, physics said, it's like jump. Now you got airborne effectiveness. You have no aim assist, but on the ground, like so many different things affect how your gun shoots another player. 
that, you know, a veteran has even that much more knowledge, much less just the skill. Skill plus knowledge is two different things, and both are going to take time to get to. But some of them for a new player, like they're they're at a, a substantial disadvantage. And if, if the learning curve is going to be a steep one in this game, I think. The last point I'll add, I'll give it to Travis. Um, it, it almost feels like in, in the New Light experience, the same way we have Sean Han or whatever, remember in D1, there was this quest called The True Meaning of War, and Shaxx would give it to you. And it would be like you would have to get kills with like each weapon type or just do different modes and stuff like that. And I'm wondering if we kind of need like a handheld onboarding. Obviously, it's not going to be, you know, intricate with all the different st statistics and minutia, but just to get someone confident in feel of, of how things work from an archetype standpoint, I think that's a mission. Like, because what I'm getting at is that I feel like a lot of people, they'll play it, they get demolished and they're like, nope. I'm good, right? And they won't put in the work or even try after having that negative experience. And Destiny's one of those games that, yeah, you do got you have to put in the work, but I feel if there was a, a way that they could get a little bit of a better understanding, not, you know, I'm not trying to take money away from my content creators, of course. <laughs> Shout out to Fizz. But I'll just say, like, they, Bungie needs to onboard PvP guys. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's no onboarding. It's and, just... And yeah, yeah. And and with regards to what you say, like, like I care about the health of the game before I care about like anything that that comes with regards to my pockets. You know, like because in the end, I can always personally for me, I feel like I can always make some content. I can grit like, you know, content creator. I'm creating content. You know, like I don't expect content to fall in my lap, right? So I'm I'm trying to find an angle, a niche that works for me and create content that folks enjoy that other folks maybe don't have the the perspective on or the angle on, you know, and then mm -hmm. kind of expand from there. So I care about the, the the health, the health of the community and the health of the population and the health of the, you know, the gameplay experience. That being the case, I'm 100% behind, you know, like them giving some sort of like onboarding experience because knowledge is knowledge is power, right? To just use a simple cliche, knowledge is power. Yes. And so when, when folks know more about uh, how a game, a gameplay loop, how a game is going to operate when they jump into it, then they can set expectations. And when they set those expectations, you know, and the game operates according to those expectations, even if it is not, um, you know, the most, even if it's not immediately the way that they would want it to be per se, but at least they right. know, you know, yes. ahead of time, then they can make more, you know, more, more better decisions, better decisions about mm -hmm. whether they want to stick with it or not. Um, I think expectations are just such a huge part of the gameplay experience. If you give folks, um, expe expectations that they can see in play, um, then I feel like they can they can better temper the downsides um, of a game and push push through them um, to the degree that you know they they adapt and overcome. Mm -hmm. I yes, still think man. this game. I mean, Gambit is screaming for a tutorial massively for any new player to be able to go through and say, "Here is a tutorial match" or something like that. But even make it optional, but have somewhere in the game. I mean, the timeline is like a little brief preview of the story. Have somewhere in the game where like, hey, do you want to learn about stats? Because I will give Outriders, you know, a little bit of props. Because if you go into some of their help tutorials and things like that, I think it's still there from probably a year ago. I just haven't looked. They go through a lot of detail of explaining what this thing does. What does weakness do? What does this do? What does this do? What do all these things do? And it could be like range. And it's like, this is, you know, how effective your weapon is. And there could be like a little demo video. It's like, if you're this close, it works like this. If you're this far away, it works like this. Range will 
help the effectiveness. Like, and there could be little things just explaining what stats on weapons mean. And it would not be a required thing to do. But if that's something like one person at Bungie could work on putting together that package of here's like tutorials for players, that would be one of those things I think that would help, especially once those stats are in game, like to go with season 18. If you see a stat there and you're like, I have no idea how this works. And it's like, and they could put that stuff in the game and be like, what does your reticle look like when you jump? What is it not? Mm -hmm. And I've, and there's your fallouts and the other people who are doing that, but it just would be one of those. It's a, it's a big ask. I get that. Don't get me wrong. Big development ask. I get that. It's like, I get that. But like the, the way that destiny is going to like thrive as a franchise is still getting players to try it which is a harder, hard enough hurdle between the weird pricing models that we have. And then obviously when some content goes away, they hear these things and the war stories about it. But on the other side, if somebody does try it, some of those tutorials could be in there and be like, Hey, you need to go do Gambit. Okay. Well, you don't tell them how to play Gambit. You just say, go play. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you don't even say, Hey, go pick up the moats. When you have five, you get this happen. Unless you like have been reading twabs or go look up a tutorial video of how Gambit works on YouTube. There's not much in there. Solo players it's is like another brief, discussion, but that's the thing. Brief overlays during loading when you fly. <laughs> like a sentence or two, you press A kind of thing. I oh. mean, to a point, but I mean, you do, yeah. for something like Gambit, this, this PvPVE mode, there needs to be some kind of explanation. Travis is laughing at me the entire time. Yeah, so. Travis is cooking. I got something for him. And you guys probably think everything I'm asking for is completely stupid or, or not going to happen because it's just an extreme request, but it's just, it would be nice for that new player. We already know the story is a hurdle. Let's make some of the camp mechanics in the game somewhere that they can find. Even if they're tucked away on like a help page, it doesn't have to be front and center, but if they went and looked, they might be available. Well, I'll, I'll just state one small thing before we toss it over to Travis and let him bring it home for us. But um, <laughs> one thing I will say is everything doesn't have to necessarily be spelled out, too. Why? Because I'm going to give you an example. There's a certain uh, fragment on the Solar 3.0 subclass. That fragment says when you get a solar weapon kill, I believe it's a solar mm-hmm. weapon kill. You, equ- you equip it. When you get a solar weapon kill, it gives you restoration. Restoration is the um, is the perk whereby... Um, you get max yeah. recovery for a certain amount of time. It's like, and, and it stacks, but yeah. let's just move beyond that. Um, and so, but that's something naturally that I'd want, you know? So for example, I've been using mind benders a lot, which is a solar shotgun. So I shotgun one person, there's another in front of me. If I have all this stuff equipped, if I have that fragment equipped, I have solar 3.0 equipped and I have that solar shotgun equipped, then I get max recovery, instantly start getting recovery after that first shotgun and push into the next one to try to get that hero moment for that second, for that second shotgun, you know, maybe get into a a third one, you know, Um, there's three things that I need to have equipped, you know, in order for that whole process to work, you know, but it's in, it's intuitive. I don't have to think about it. So I look back at one of my clips, you know, like a couple weeks ago, and I'm just like, how did I just push through three enemies like this? You know, and I realized that restoration got procced. Not only did restoration get procced once, but I, I I ended up killing a second one, you know, with my shotgun. And I think it might have procced twice. You'll and ended up pushing through, that. and I immediately went into a hand cannon fight that I thought I was going to lose or at least trade on, and I didn't because restoration was still was still helping me out with getting my recovery back, with with getting my my health and my shields back or whatnot. So, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like an explanation for all these new mechanics if it if it kind of benefits us in the gameplay style that we're already you know that that's already that we're already playing right 
everybody's trying to push into that second, that third in order to get that hero moment. And so if you do that and you take that risk, then there should be some benefit if you equip, you know, a few things, you know, two or three things. I, I think that's really nice. So I think that's something that has, uh, you know, been included in Void 3.0, Solar 3.0, some aspect of it. Um, we don't need explanations for that. It's just intuitive. Travis? Yeah, I mean, I guess the reason I've been quiet this whole time is just because I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying, and you guys are kind of spitting facts. Like, I think one of the things a lot of Destiny players forget is how complicated the game is because they live in the bubble of Destiny and it all makes yes. sense to them. And they learned it gradually over the course of seven years and all that stuff. But um, all you have to do is talk to somebody for five minutes who hasn't played the game, which typically when I do the Destiny reviews, I'll just bring in like whatever friends are around me. I'll be like, oh, you guys you guys free this Saturday? Let's get through the Witch Queen campaign together. I need to, you know, record footage for the review or whatever. And when you bring a new person into the game, it is really a surreal experience. And I think, uh, you know, some places they probably could use a tutorial or at least a place, uh, a page where they could explain some things. Some areas they could stand to just make those systems more intuitive in some way. But they can't have what they have now, which is like the remnants of seven years of systems that have been made and unmade and tweaked and retweaked to the point where they are almost impossible to navigate for the average player. Um, and, you know, I, I think part of it is probably, do you put all your development time into building out a system like that to explain the game to other players when the natural solution is that their friends just tell them how to do it, right? Um, because I don't think Bungie is designing Destiny to be a solo player's game. And I think that mm. the fact that they don't have a tutorial or systems in-game to explain a lot of these things kind of tells you what they think about it, right? Because if they built those in, they'd be like, yeah, this is a solo game you learn to play on your own, but they don't feel that they need that because they have this free workforce of other Destiny players that are training the next generation of Guardians how to play the <laughs> game for them. Um, and so I think that it really comes down to that. And I hope that uh, I hope that they'll reconsider that because it is sure hard to grow the Destiny community when uh, it's so hard to get your foot in the door. Um, and I, I do think it's one of the areas they may need to. to and I, I know you, I've talked to you guys about this on the yeah. show like 50 times because I talk about it every time I review Destiny content is like, yeah. dude, yeah. playing this game as an outsider looking in, you know, you're, you're I try to write reviews for the average person right not necessarily just talking to the bubble of of you know devout destiny players uh and when you look at destiny from that way there's a lot to be desired uh, a lot of that i think is story because we just got done talking about it but the content vault has ravaged the destiny story uh, which mm. makes it difficult but um yeah. yeah we'll we'll see if they make any any changes to it yeah, everything yeah. about the way they have their business model built right now tells me that this is not a priority yeah, yeah i mean go ahead no, you're and that's 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 a shame that's a shame it really is because as, it coming specifically from a pvp standpoint it it has to be you know like you talk about ravage and our population is just getting ravaged every single talk day about it. um you know um mm -hmm. and you you said it as well the game is and it's always it's always been like this you know what what did what did the cm say they said uh you know um the real, the real, the real, 
real reward or something like that. Real reward the, from playing this game. Friendship. uh, friendships, yeah. right? Fred Gay, and, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to make fun of that because I 100% believe that and 100% feel that in this game. But they, they truly, if if they're going the course that they're going, they they need to continue to just if they if they go in this direction, they got to double down. Yes. They got to double down Absolutely. on the friendships. They got to double down on the fire teams, building fire teams, and finding folks to play with, and making it very easy to find folks to play with. Um, so that they'll have guides that new lights and folks that are newer, the average player uh, coming back, whatever else, will have guides that that will allow, will help them catch up. They'll help them catch up um, to uh, a lot of the uh, new systems and, and changes that uh, happen every time folks take a break and then come back. No, absolutely. And the one thing I'm, I'm actually giving some props to um, Halo Infinite because one thing that I would love them to do is, as a person who's not the greatest Halo player, and I love Halo, but I. I'm very you can say that again. Average to below average. That's just how it is, right? And you know, it, it could be daunting when you know you're getting outmaneuvered and, 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 and you're really getting, you know, getting fragged a lot. So that bot mode got my confidence up. Like it got my, I got a chance because you know, especially with Halo, which is arena based, mm. and it's like, okay, I finally got the shotgun. I was, it's here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I finally got this weapon. It's here on the map. And I know Destiny doesn't play exactly like that, but there is something to say about gaining confidence with a weapon, learning how it sh shoots, mm. learning the reaction, the distances, where it's effective, right? And then you start as a new guy. Okay, there's a sensation mentally when you kill someone as a new player that you're like, okay. I, I, I can hang. Isn't I can, that what I, PVE is for, though? True, for PVE. But for PvP, when you get obliterated in seconds, yeah. and you really don't know what happened by, except on the screen, the gun that killed you. Yeah. That's what and you get for stepping in the arena with gladiators like me. I mean, oh, just oh, boy. Oh, here we go. stay here on we go. your own playlist, bro. Yeah, That's all I got to say. Watch the 1v1 one one yeah. between Travis and Physics, please. <laughs> Let's do it! You... Ooh, really? Oh, we... It's going down. What's the first title? So you, you really? Do we really want that? Is that is that the content that we really want? I mean, I mean, it's just gonna so be I'm it's just... just gonna be physics go like ringing up like a scoreboard. Just one, two, three, <laughs> four. Listen, I would like to I'm see. Just to, I'm gonna just try to skip over that. Act like I didn't. Oh, oh like I didn't. I didn't like I didn't hear that. So, Whoa. so, so what? I, what I will say is, there's something to be said for like uh, I like that kind of a, a bot mode where folks build confidence. Folks yes. can. It, it's tough. It's tough for anybody. And then, and then, then we tough. can crush their dreams L, when they get into the real playlist. <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> say let the kitty pool stay in the kitty pool. You go over there. I'm just saying, if folks want to stay in the kiddie pool till they get that confidence, it's tough. It's tough for even me. If I if I decide, hey, I want to pick up a fighting lion and I want to mm -hmm. get good with it, you know Preach. what I'm saying? Step back into my lobbies, you know, Bro. and then try to try to get good with it there. It's gonna be miserable. That's why. Hey. That's why a lot of folks don't hop into the general crucible, casual mm -hmm. playlist or not, quick play or not, and try to pick up and use something different than what they're used to. It's well. tough to play off meta, but it's even tougher when you gotta learn. The yes. off meta in this meta, you know. Mm -hmm. So, it, yeah. um, I, I like I like the concept of a bot mode, even for somebody like me, just to hop in there on the maps that we, like that's the difference between PVE and PVP as well. Like trying to get good in PVE for PVP, there's only so much that you can really gain there. Yeah. Shooting against fallen and dregs and stuff like that. Um, I, I'd like to actually get on the maps. In the actual modes, you know, and 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 learn something there, get some shots off there, learn my build there, um, figure out what works and what doesn't work, what 
what maybe works best in the air and what doesn't work best in the air. It's it, that would definitely be something that would help b me build my confidence, but certainly someone that is uh, you know a little bit newer to the game or maybe average, a little more average at the game as far as experience level, um, to uh, yeah get a little more yeah. uh, not to make to every topic. Not to make every topic relate to my personal pet project, but uh, you know what else might help people get their talk that water? talk. No, here we go. Here we go. Here I, we go. Saved, I saved it for you. If they added some sort of skill-based ranked matchmaking playlist, maybe where mm. people could play with their own skill levels in some way mm. and then steadily increase and unlock rewards every season based on the rank that they attain, you know, like every other PvP game does. Damn it. <laughs> I, I'm, we'll I'm hoping we see something yeah. in season 19. Hopefully we man. see we see that in Lightfall. Hopefully we see that revamped comp that's been rumored so so heavily. So they've gotten Ooh. a lot of feedback on it. Because they're listening to me. The same week. thing we heard about about season 19 where they're doing something with the survival wait, playlist. Wait, 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 we We've talked about this. We've talked about this. We have educated. literally talked about this. Who we educate and we talk. Season 19, <laughs> survival is getting some kind of rework. That's literally all we know. But that's survival. Okay. Survival is comp. Survival that's is the comp. comp. We take we put in the comp and go, okay, okay. I like that. Shout out to my other YouTube channel. Hey, there we go. They're here. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're back. They're back. They're back. They're excited about comp. Sorry, guys. I still can't afford ads, so that's the best I can do. I'm just going to post some comments here. Shout out to Buddha being messy. I see you, bro. Yeah, you see You see him? You see yeah, him? He Yo, Buddha, he's trying to start something, yeah, man. He, he, he got a pocket. He got a pocket. Look, man, I, 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 I want comp needs to be that. That will be yeah, trials. Comp needs to be a ranked playlist, period. That's... They've already established what trials is going to be, you know, so just give us a damn freelance and just be what it, you know, is what it yeah. is. Yeah, and and folks, the, the one of the best pieces of feedback that I've received in the last several months from multiple people, so it's been corroborated by multiple people, is I got better. The number one place that I got better was in comp. It did, yeah. The number one place that I got better was in comp. It wasn't in trials. It wasn't in That's quick play. Fact. It wasn't in any other That's playlist. It wasn't in ELAM. It was in comp. That was the number one place that I saw the biggest like improvement for myself as far as my gameplay, where I was able to really like hone my style, my weapons, my build, and uh, and see, like I said, discernible improvement. So yes. um, I feel like comp is truly for so many reasons. I could talk about this forever. For so many reasons, I feel like comp is the key to PvP. Not just because of what I just said, but also dragging folks like me off of casual playlists. Preach it. You know. Get me then you don't need a bot mode. And they don't even give hey, you a pinnacle for that. That's the sad part. I'm just saying, then you don't need like, one if you implement something. Get people like me that have years and years of experience that are improvement focused. Keep me entertained in comp. And you won't you, you won't have that level of that degree of, of sweatiness, you know, in a casual playlist such as Quick Play. You won't get people in there quite as much yeah. farming and things like that. And you recognize that. Check this. You recognize that whenever Trials is active or whenever Iron Banner is active. Because you get all the sweaty folks go over to those playlists, you know, and then quick play is much more casual, much more as it's intended um, when those things are active. So, yeah, 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 definitely. Comp is the key, in my opinion. And the only thing I'll say, because I love everything y'all preaching, just give me some nice little rewards while I'm in comp. Because you know, Cock likes the rewards. Cock likes to sweat. I want to look nice. Most definitely. I mean, that's part of a ranked, a ranked tiered playlist. You get to bronze, you unlock the bronze rewards at the end of the season, so on and so forth. And 
then there's something at the platinum or whatever they end up calling the the highest tier that that all the sweat lords push for. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my, my fall from playing as much crucible as I used to is largely based on how much they used to incentivize you versus how much they don't now to do it. Um, and it's not even the incentive of like, oh Travis, you need you need a reward, you need a, a trophy to feel like you did something. It's really just like the incentive of getting to play against higher skilled people because. Mm-hmm. Now you you know you can grind the survival playlist as much as you want. You're going to be playing against the same random hodgepodge of of loosely thrown together uh, people, uh, and I that's just that's not a very fun experience. Is uh is rolling the dice every time you enter the matchmaking lobby. It should there should be skill based matchmaking. There just should. That way well, I can I mean, play with yeah. my peers and get better. Iron sharpens iron, man. Um, you don't get any better playing against random people with random squads and yada yada. It's just it's just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and keep in mind just to, you know, just to clean that up. Of course, there is skill based matchmaking in uh, in comp, you know, but but it's not it's not to the degree that Travis is talking about. It's right. not yeah. to the to the, you know, yeah. to, to that point, most definitely. And, and my right experience, I've been playing actually a lot of 5500 comp where I just sit at 55 um, until I lose a game because I'm not infallible, of course. Um, and yeah. you're right. Like I, I play random games against folks that are you know a variety of of comp ranks and then i'll play maybe a, a few games here and there against folks that are 55 or right around 55 or something like that and i'll, I'll keep saying it as again the sandbox is rarely in a good state where the games that i play at 5500 level are against opponents where everybody is trying to display actual skill as opposed to folks who are just trying to win the game you know Right. So and like, when, when you say there's skill based matchmaking and survival, you're talking about the um, the the rank. It's rank based, right? Like people mm, who are no, in it's legend. Skill, it's actually skill based. Legend. When I when I start out at zero at zero uh, rank, I'm generally going to be facing folks that are within my my skill range, my combat rating. However, they do the MMR. They, they switched that up a while back. Really? Yeah. I was talking to somebody who seems to know a lot about this recently, and he seems to think that it actually has more to do with your playtime than actual skill. And so if you have be. like an ab- be if you have an abnormal amount of playtime, then you get you get matched up against people who are at like the highest skill level and have a similar amount of playtime, even if you're not better of a player, which I wouldn't describe as skill based. I would, I, I would agree with that. As, I would, well, I mean, yeah. you know, we could talk about we could go back and talk about what what skill based matchmaking is to Destiny, right? Because lobby balancing, you know, wasn't skill-based matchmaking, not the way that they, you know, came onto it. It was very, very lo- lawyer-y the way that they, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure how they end up dictating what the skill is um, for comp. It very well could be experience, which obviously is not a one-to-one with actual, uh, with actual skill. Um, but uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, I would love to see exactly what you're talking about, a real ranked playlist. Um, one that incentivizes uh, newer folks to to get better and helps them actually get better without being too oppressive, too um, too too off-putting, um, and a playlist at the same time that at the same time holds interest for folks like me who are you know have a you know years and years of experience and keeps me as much as possible out of the casual playlist unless I truly want to play casually, pick up something Absolutely. that I don't usually pick up and just have fun. And I've said this a bunch. I I just like I, I wish like a lot of folks love the the mayhem, the chaos of sixes and all yeah. these very, very fun elements, you know, just rocking there. Like don't nerf anything, just have a year one, you know, D one, um, and everything's OP and that sort of thing. 
I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm obviously making it hyperbole a little bit with that, but my point is just restrict some stuff in the, in trials, restrict some stuff in comp and let casual play, quick play, just be as silly as, as, as it wants to be, you know? Um, because a lot of people really love that, that, that pure space magic, silly, silly, casual, you know, quick play, quick play experience. Um, and then, you know, there's other people, of course, like me that like a more rewarding, um, you know, um, engagement experience something a little more a little more balanced so i don't know it you know it's a challenge either way for bungie i'm not going to say that's something that's easy an easy oh, yeah. formula but uh sure. but yeah for i sure. do truly believe that comp is the uh is the answer for a lot of yeah. this stuff i i agree i think they, they're sitting on it and you, you guys are excited me i didn't somehow i missed that what he had told talked about about like it was a season 19 you said and um, season 19 there's supposed to be something yeah. i can't remember exactly when it was mentioned i'm pretty sure it was a 12 or something they mentioned but yeah 19 is when some kind of survival comp something's yeah. gonna happen to that it's that's all we know so it's like that's when it's like we can cross our fingers we might see something along those lines i i would imagine that would be very very well received mm -hmm. um i do hope if they are going to do something like that they use the Crucible Labs playlist during part of 18 to work out a few of the kinks That'd because be every so often yes. when we get something like Rift and be like, hey, some stuff's busted. How about we try some of these things before they launch? Now, granted, I know some of them could be coming in hot, but if you're rebuilding a system, use Labs and be like full beta phase. I don't care what flag you have to throw on there. Let us see how it ranks out just even for a little while, just to get a feel for the system before it's like, here's the launch. And then you might get a patch six weeks later to fix, fix some of it. That, and that, that I would that speaks, love to that see them use. Again, to my, to, to my, what I was talking about with regards to expectations. Cause the thing is, if you do that, it's crucible raps, it's a beta. Everybody knows it is, you know, then everybody comes in and nobody expects it to work in a rewarding sense. You know, nobody, everybody expects there to be some chaos with it. Everybody expects it to be kind of messed up here or there. Um, and everybody is willing to give that feedback, whether it ends up being some complaints or whether it ends up being actual feedbacks, you know? Um, so uh, it just speaks to, I, I just feel like a lot of, a lot of our strife in the PVP community is, and just in the community at large, but the PVP community is due to just expectations um, and managing those, I feel like if Bungie can do a better job of that and give us give us arenas where that can be tested, where they can clearly outline what your expectations should be, and then I feel like we'd be better off. People would sure. be able to temper those downsides a lot more easily. The biggest thing with AE, remember, the biggest thing with AE that people beef with is not how AE really dropped. It's how they set the expectations prior to it dropping. That was the biggest problem with AE, period. Well, speaking of airborne effectiveness, we got a little bit of a change with regards to the TWAB. This will be coming up in, I don't know if they state when. I would expect these changes to shift the PV meta for a month or so before season 18 launch. So this will be kind of like a mid-season, maybe the solstice update. I don't think it's dated right now. Uh, but they basically say airborne effectiveness, they're gonna improve the baseline airborne accuracy for aim assist for all primary weapons. They're going to add a static airborne effectiveness buff to some existing perks and raise the base airborne effectiveness stat for several exotic weapons. Uh, they're going to turn tune some uh, primary weapon subfamilies, shotgun PVE damage, stuff like that. So, I mean, big things if you want to go through and read all the minutiae, you can see that, you know, they reduce the airborne effectiveness penalty for low airborne effectiveness stat by about 20 to 40 percent. Uh, the higher you are, they still lower some of that down. Uh, they reduce the aim assist penalties for the certain weapon types. Um, 
depending on your input method, depending on if it's aim assist or if you're talking about bullet bending or reticle stickiness. Uh, also, things like air assault is now plus 10 all the time as opposed to its weird low health thing that's plus 60. Extended yeah, mag, they had to give people a reason to try and use that one. That's plus 10. Steady rounds is 7. Um, hand cannons, I did want to kind of go, I'll kind of go through a couple of these and see. Hand cannons, 180s, body shot damage is going from 37 to 40. Crit goes from 57 to 60. Can now kill in two crit, two body. Auto rifles, oh. so four fifties have fallen behind. The body shot's going to go from 19 to 20. Precision damage mm -hmm. multiplier moves to basically keep that the same. Scout rifles, Ooh. you've got precision, which are 180, and high impact 150s. Uh, precisions go from body damage getting a boost um, from 34 to 38, and then crits going from 54 to 60.8. High impact scouts go from body damage from 38 to 42, and crit moves from 66 to 73. Um, basing two crit, one body against 189, which no one runs that anymore. Shotguns do get a boost in PVE. They're, uh, they increase the pellet shotgun damage bonus from 10% to 25%, so it's getting an additional 15%. Linear fusions for PVE are not going to get flinched like crazy. I don't know if you guys have used those in PVE, but man, yeah. there are sometimes it hits it, yeah, way too hard. I understand PVE, they were trying to tame them back, but or PVP, but PVE, you would feel it. Glaives, they're fixing special ammo bricks for Glaives, yeah. Ariana's Val, Foe Tracer, couple, or not Foe Tracer, um, Forerunner. Forerunner, thank you. Forerunner, yes, yes. Yeah, so they were not getting enough special ammo brick to be functional if you picked up a brick, so now yeah. they just made them actually work correctly. Exotics, Lawrence Driver, aim assist has been reduced and knocked down, also reduced the suction against players Aww. when you get that one. Yeah, that one's been asked you for would, for a very long Aww. time. <laughs> Uh, Gallahorn, primary rocket no longer has proximity detonation, so you will have the actual, um, basically, the direct impact. Then you're going to have the explosion, and then also the wolf backgrounds now do half damage to players, so if you're trying to run away, it's not probably going to insta-kill you. Biggest thing of all that probably went through Twitter was last word. Reduced precision fire, or hip fire, precision aim angle by 50%. Precision yeah. aim angle dictates how far off the head you can be aimed and still have aim assist grant you a critical head instead of a body. Reduce the damage and aim assist fall off by three meters as well. That's probably the biggest one taking a shot. And it was specifically for controller. Controller gang was, yeah, we, we was eating. We're going heavy. Yeah, y'all yeah, we, we were definitely eating. I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have a problem with it, but man, y'all were eating good. Yeah, we were yeah, we, 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 we we terrorizing. We and then everything run. else is mostly the special <laughs> ammo. Special ammo and then exotics kind of get certain Soros getting a buff for airborne effectiveness. Uh, Whisper of the Worm is just an odd one to me. If somebody uses that in PvP, I would love to see them do it. Uh, Monte it's Carlo. It's yeah, it's for a clip. Yeah, exactly. Monte Carlo, 21 to 29. Forerunner, 22 to 27. Um, that's basically the main changes coming. Any big highlights from you? Uh, physics first, anything with the airborne effectiveness or the archetypes like hand cannons, auto scouts, anything kind of shouting out to you as, you know, yeah. big definitely changes, some, W's, some, some L's. Standouts. Yeah, some standouts. Last word, definitely taking an L there. I mean, they had the time in the sun. I yeah. honestly mm -hmm. didn't have too much of an issue with it just because M&K has their weapons. Yeah. You know, DMT being the one that uh, that, uh, that comes to mind first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um so, uh, you know, I didn't mind. I didn't mind last word really being being strong. And I knew we all knew that it was eventually going to get nerfed. So I'm glad that folks had their time in the sun. I'm also a big last word fan from D1, last word snipe from D1. So that's another reason why 
you know, I wasn't really too heavy about like knocking it anytime soon. So mm-hmm. it's it's about time, but it's cool. It's cool. I didn't really have too much of an issue with it when it was making its run. Forerunners, the one that sticks out stuck out to me. When I read Ooh. this entire document, Forerunner stuck out to me. Why? Because Forerunner is already a monster. It's kind of a sleeper. It's mm. a sidearm mm-hmm. also, which can be run with Mechaneer's trick sleeves. Yes. Which gets all the benefits of just being a sidearm in general. Sidearms have been strong for a very long time. It's yes. just people, I guess, prefer, people myself sleeping. included, mm-hmm. um, prefer shotguns or whatnot. But they've been strong for a very long time. There's a lot of synergy between a bunch of different exotics and builds with sidearms. Um, and so it's going to be really interesting to see how those builds continue to flush out um, as... You know, sidearms continue to creep its way into the meta, but Forerunner is very strong. And the fact that, like, it doesn't seem like a lot. The fact that they're getting one more bullet per per brick, but it, it kind of it, it kind of is. It just adds to the forgiveness of the weapon to get more and more people onto it. Um, but the other thing that uh, really stood out to me was that Forerunner as, as well was getting a buff from 22 airborne effectiveness to 27. You know. And with their, the increasing ability, as we're going to see coming into, you know, diving into the next season of the ability to um, build into more and more airborne effectiveness, you could see Forerunner people getting in the air a lot more with Forerunner making those plays. That thing hits hard. It hits hard. I always remember back to my buddy Lunars, you know, one of the reasons why whenever I see Lunars in quick play and I'm on the opposite team, I very, very quickly consider backing out (laughs) one time yo lou is just a monster with whatever he picks up he slid a corner i i came into a game didn't know he was in there endless veil this is the story i always tell endless veil i go up to the mid the game's already in progress i go up to mid and i didn't realize also why people were backing out of this game that i would get loaded into it okay so i get loaded in again into a game in progress onto the opposite team from lou I immediately go to Endless Veil. I immediately slide up to the middle lane. Everybody knows that middle lane on Endless Veil. Lou immediately slides that three taps me a forerunner. My 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 finger automatically goes to the orbit button. <laughs> and I'm out of that game. I'm out of that game before I even respawn. Before I even respawn. Forerunner is is 100 percent slept on. The synergy between Forerunner and Mechaneer's trick sleeves and a couple of other mechanics in the game, 100% slept on. They're making it more forgiving with regards to the ammo, and they're giving you some additional forgiveness in the air as well. Forerunner is, is a sleeper. is a sleeper for sure. That was the first thing that stuck out to me. Um, Gallahorn, obviously, I think that's a pretty substantial, obviously a pretty substantial nerf, um, but, you know, probably deserved it simply because it was the number one pick in PvP yeah. uh, for a heavy. It was just a no-brainer. Hey, no you got brainer. the galley? Okay, you pick it up, you know? Mm-hmm. It is what it is, um, and galley's been on top for, like, a while. Love the exotic, but it's time for a change-up. Lorenz Driver can die in a ditch. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> You know, I just, I just need that to go. Agreed, dude. That, that, that is the that most thing. annoying weapon in Trials I've that ever seen. That is the most unrewarding weapon to go against in the game and has been for nine months. I, I had a tweet a while back where I was just like, what did I say? Something, something got fixed. Oh, it was, it was, it was um, right, right when Witch Queen dropped. I said something along the line of, wow, Loralee, after, what, like a week? Yeah. Got, got switched up. You know, yeah. Lorenz Driver has been terrorizing like terrorizing. For, for months, months, it, months, it, six, seven months. You know what's you know? good in a game mode that's all about working together? A weapon that that punishes you for working together. Because if one of you gets <laughs> hit, you all die. That's yeah, a great awesome. idea for awesome. a think, sandbox. Think about, think, about if, think about if Cloud Strike was better represented in the Exactly. Map. 
bro, it'd be, the, it'd be the same sort of thing. But here's cool, the thing: cool clutch strike actually takes a little one. bit of. It clutch strike takes it, a lot it, more it skill. You than actually got to hit. You actually got to hit that shot. Yeah. Obviously, the hitboxes aren't as big. You actually do have to yeah. hit that shot. Um, and you know, bro. there is something to be said. People are just like, man, why are we nerfing and buffing things based on usage? And it's just like, yeah, we shouldn't talk about usage all the time. But I've said it a billion times, and uh, yeah, I'm sure other people have as well. It's not a unique idea. It's just like I want folks to have fun. Ease of use isn't everything when it comes to talking about like nerfing and buffing things, usage rates and how often I see that and how often that, you know, you know, me trying to like slide out on a cloud strike and, you know, my entire team gets deleted. If that doesn't happen too often, then it, you know, yeah. like it make it, it's a clip, it's a clip. Ooh. And if it's a clip and I don't see it too often, have fun with it, have fun right. with it. Lorenz just happened all the time, all the time, man. And it's just uh, one of the most, if not the most unrewarding thing to play against for the last, like, better part of the year. So, anyway, in a ditch. Uh, precision you, just so you know, everything that you're saying right now is ensuring that COG is going to start using Lawrence Driver. Oh, stop. Because I'm you just... He's going to use it before it gets nerfed. You're giving him the, yeah. the keys to the cheese car. This is... Uh, <laughs> now that he can't use his Lord of Wolves. Oh, is that, nah. is that, is that one too much for you? Listen, Lord, I was wearing Lord of Wolves before anybody knew That's it was fair. there. Somebody else in chat said that. That's true. Bro, That's true. I, I got history. This before was meta. People were sleeping on it. And I was telling people, I'm like, yo, it, it's a beast because it doesn't operate like a typical shotgun. But, yeah. Travis, you got to give me a little credit. You know I always go against the grain. Like, I'm the guy that I would try to Who find... Who literally started the, the podcast saying, hey, no time to explain. And I saw that debate on Twitter this week. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is the anti-meta guy being like, how meta can I be? Hold on. Let me see how the meta feels. Oh, the meta feels pretty good. This feels nice. The water feels fine over here. It's a little cheesy. Give me a little credit. I usually go against the grain. I'm usually the guy that's picking up the sidearms and picking up the SMGs. I'm not, I've never really been a shotgun ape. I've never been what everyone is using. I always try to find something in the cut that's solid that most people are not using. But um, it's funny you said that with, with this this whole meta going on. I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. The thing that excites me, 180s. Because right now, like... That's what I was about to say. Yep. Bro, yep. 180s, I don't last find... Two I'm going to be brutally honest. 180 is an archetype I don't use in any game. No. I don't use it in PvE. <laughs> Because it doesn't, to me, hit hard enough. Nope. And then PvP, I'm like, I feel like I'm just tickling people with this thing. And I'm just mm. like, mm. nah, man. So 180s needed it. And I, I'm sitting on some really solid rolls of 180s that I've had for a while. And I, I would love to see 180s have, I don't, I don't, have we ever had a 180 meta? Yeah, of mm. course. Now I've forgotten. What you mean? Oh, I never had it. Was it 180 or 150? Oh, yeah. Never had 180. No, no, 180. It was it was the the strongest and most represented 180s, like not forgotten by far. Luna's howl, obviously, by extension. Um, and trust with explosive payload. See, I hate like everybody's like, oh, the trust man. I'm like, I pick up trust and I'm like, this feels like ass to me. Like yeah. 180s have felt terrible for a long time. And again, that's just me as a user. It's are like it never felt right. Are you on MK? MK. Yeah, but that's MK. It's yeah. it's 180s are their controller weapons. They 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 definitely gravitate. They definitely cater more Very towards uh, controllers. You know. So um so yeah uh what just like you said the other two things that stuck out to me was the fact that um you know obviously you know airborne effectiveness is getting buffed across the board for the most part, but uh, precision weapon, precision hand cannons, 180s becoming more forgiving. I think that um, a lot of a lot of us have been talking about the fact that 
look, if we want folks to primary more, you, we have to look at specifically making certain primaries more, uh, you know, uh, more forgiving to use. Um, that's how you're going to get some, some more folks on them. So 180s, they did, I feel like they did a great job um, in this particular buff for 180s. And hopefully we will see more 180s being represented in the meta because of it. Um, high impact, I'm sorry, uh, uh, which one was it? It was 180 scouts. Precision scouts. Yeah, Precision scouts. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. What, yeah. Is it is that high impact scouts? High impact is one fifty. Oh no, precision pre precision scouts. Yes, precision scouts were the ones that stood out to me for sure. The fact that you're getting increased body damage from thirty four to thirty eight, increased crit from fifty four point four to sixty point eight. That's chunky. Mm -hmm. That's chunky. Yeah, they're gonna do some damage. I'm trying to look at what I got in the cut. I'm yeah. In the oh, oh, stop. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. Gotta see what I gotta go to pull out on these boys. <laughs> like so that was another one that that was the last one that really like heavily stood out to me so if you got a 180 precision scout after this update i would heavily consider bringing that out especially if you're a big uh lover of scout rifles for sure those things like are going to hit uh very very hard become you know increasingly forgiving um with this update so so yeah okay that's nice that's nice yeah that's most of what's in the twab that's basically a little preview of the sandbox changes Ooh. and most everything else is just you know known issues and still light on the twab um we do have grandmasters starting next week iron banner is the week after so mm -hmm. those are kind of the preview of what's coming ahead um, yeah, and i'm looking forward to you know dfa coming back adept and actually i will actually farm that see what i like about it obviously the perk pool for it isn't as stacked as you know for pvp as uh as some of these other, you know, um, like in-game hand cannons, but yeah. but that'll be interesting. I'll definitely be in there to try to get get a nice roll on that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. About to dust off that vision of confluence. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he's literally in his dim right now. Yeah, yeah, right. He's uh, right now. He's totally wow. focused on the podcast. Wow. No, he's no, in dim. Not, not on the podcast at all. Just all no. about the dim. I got you. I get excited. This is when this is when the vault is to my advantage. I'm like, oh, that's a good yeah. one. You're not better right now, but I know one day we'll come back to you. We gonna dust that off. Take that for a spin. I'm ready. Oh boy. Ready. Oh boy. I'm trying to stay out of your lobbies, yo. Yeah, especially what I, I really feel 180s, man. They needed it. For yeah, a lot of people love, love 180s. Um, they're not my favorite at all. Uh, but but I'm, I'm happy to see, you know, a weapon that a lot of people have a lot of love for get some, you know, get some help in the in the forgiveness department. So we see some better representation. I thought contrary, there was a reason contrary to a lot those. of people think, yeah. look, I don't always want it to be a 140 shotgun meta, people. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Man, I tell you, I can't even talk on Twitter. I cannot even say anything on Twitter without some gem coming through telling me that, you know, making assumptions based on the hand cannon and the shotgun that I use. Like, bro, I want some diversity. I do not care whether it's a hand cannon shotgun meta. I just want the weapons that, that I love to be effective, you know, in its intended ranges and as it was intended. Yes. Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off, Travis. No, it's all good. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say I'm a defender of, of, of 180, so. Oh, hey, then. But yeah, I mean, those were hand cannons always felt the best in the 180 meta back in the day. Yeah, dude. Who didn't use Not Forgotten? That was the weapon for so long, like a year. Yeah. And then physics got Hawkmoon and he's like, oh, this is back. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm telling people, Hawkmoon keeps me playing the game. You want me to keep playing the game? Just keep Hawkmoon exactly how it is and make sure that it doesn't become. I don't want Hawkmoon to come meta. Then if it becomes meta, it's just. You know, at some point, I just want to use something else. Do you have but... a gambling addiction, Bill? <laughs> so you like, there's, no, uh, there's no gamble with my hand cannon shot, boy. I'm no, telling you. Okay. No gamble. Mm -hmm. I'm going to definitely hit that 6-7, and then somebody's getting tapped. 
Okay. That's <laughs> why if I see him in a lobby, I turn around and walk out that door. <laughs> Back out. I was like, we shouldn't be matched together. And if we are, that's not going to be a fun day for me. <laughs> Somebody's getting tapped. That's the right only here. one I'll get, I'll get kind of I'll get kind of ego about. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out. Well, that pretty much covers what we've got going for the week. But I wanted to ask you guys, as we get to season seven, we know it was going to be likely the final quest step. Um, the big question is, what is going to keep you guys going until season 18? Between the quest kind of wrapping up, we know I got GMs. I mean, he said, you know, farming DFA might be a thing in there. How much do you guys see yourself sticking with this season? I've heard some people saying this season might be getting a little lighter and stuff. We've kind of talked about activities versus crafting grind and stuff like that. How much do you see your guys, you know, playtime in Destiny? Do you see it tapering, steady, increasing? Where are you guys at for, you know, upcoming six, seven weeks till we get 18? I'll go first. I see my playtime going up insanely as of next Tuesday when Iron Banner opens because mm-hmm. I still need to get that done because I wasn't available oh, last July 12th, so you got two, two resets. Oh, god damn. I thought it was one. <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> week is GMs and the quests. Oh, then, it's, then it's Iron Banner. So after Iron Banner, what, what you got left? That's it, man. I mean, uh, I'll grind. still do duality. I'll do duality every week until I get the sword. I still don't have it. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm interested to see. There's not really a lot to chase right now. I mean, I don't really have as much time to play Destiny as I did in the, back in the day anyway, but uh, I do want to get back into it. I would like to get, you know, my my uh, Crucible skills are undoubtedly rusty. I just haven't haven't had as much time to get as sweaty as I like to get. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I suspect it'll go up uh, in two weeks when Iron Banner goes, goes on and then uh, probably down a whole lot. Actually, no, it's probably best that it's the week after next week because next week I'll have to do all the story stuff and then it'll be done and then Iron Banner will show up just in time for there to be nothing to do in Destiny's PvE. So you got Not Solstice of Hero or Solstice now coming up the week after Iron Banner. Yeah. Ooh. Anybody still need to do duality this week? What's what's up? Actually I do but you doing it right after? Unless I end up waiting for you for two hours. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Here you we go. Pitch me for the leave me at the altar for for you got, the, you got you got the Teddy, the TZ one? I haven't talked to him, but yeah, he's probably down. Anyway. Yeah, for what about you, Cog? I'm sorry, yeah. For me, it's just um I can't get incandescent on the damn mighty multi-tool. It's Crafted. getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> I got four, and I'm like, come on, give me this red border right now. <laughs> yeah, you, could just, you could just pick up the red the last red border uh from yeah, go from get your the, guarantee the from. What I was gonna say, if you yeah. got four, like you got four, well, go get there, your guarantee. Get the perk, get the perk from the mask. Yeah. The mask offers a perk like where fit. you get. Yeah, a I got it already. I got. That's how I got the four. Oh, okay. <laughs> next so you next week, you gotta wait till next week at the. At the it back. sounds like you just you real. It sounds like you're real entitled right now. It, you'd have. I feel like you'd have. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I feel like you'd have. If you've had that perk unlocked for a bit, I feel like you'd have five. Listen. By now, if you actually put some time into the activity. Oh, called out. You got to put down that Demio and play you some Destiny before you start complaining about these drops. Sir, um, you don't have the Iron Lord title. Yeah? (laughs) 
okay then. So I put in some time now. I put in some time. We ain't going to do uh-huh. this. <laughs> now listen, I have just been unlucky with that damn role. That's just what it is. I want to have fun with Ignitions. I want to do what other people are doing. So I got. I need that. And then I need um. I need Storm Chaser. That bad. Well, this would be a fair fight, Travis. So good. Yeah. yeah, I need Storm Chaser. So I got to do the duality <laughs> joint. And a better role probably with the trials um sidearm kinetic fusion. I kinetic yeah, fusion. I, I didn't even I didn't even get that. I didn't even yeah. get that yet. That, that has not dropped. So um there's like little little odds and ends, just little odds and ends yeah. cleanup yeah. that I gotta get. Yeah. And then from there I'll probably just wind down. I hear Outriders is doing something to see what's going on with that. And shout out to Travis with his amazing review, which I watched in its entirety. It was really good. Um, yeah, I, I, there's, there's a couple of holes in, in my game that I just got to get cleaned up physics. And then once I do that, you're going to throw that damn casual title on me, boy. You're gonna do... <laughs> ooh, hey, hey, ooh, you're doing hey, that. Ooh. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> they threw me all the way in the bushes. I was like, they did. Oh, my God. That was I'm on. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like I'm 1v1 in everybody. That's what it yeah. sounds like. We we'll need to see that rumble one, to be honest. Oh, no. Here we go. This actually, should be, this actually would be fun. Me and physics versus you two. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm the schlub who has an oh, entire podcast segment spe- made no, 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 about He's me. right. Cog, he's right. He would just bring down our KD and give him extra oh, points. I think we're better with that. Let's, um... I feel like some, some stuff needs to work out. Between y'all, <laughs> we gotta I feel like some stuff. y'all got some stuff to work out. Feel like out, campfire, like, look, campfire look, therapy need, session. I'm not, a, I'm not a therapist. If you need to solo a dungeon, E is your guy. Okay, that's all I gotta say on that one. <laughs> you're not, you're not wrong. But yeah, that's why I said lowest common denominator when it comes to PvP skill. I'm the one who has a segment about me, so I get paired with the. You know, Hawkmoon beast mode. And then we I got... I don't think the... I'd bring out the Hawkmoon for that. I don't think I'd... Oh, that, that would no, be that'd fair. be perfect. So then Cog and I win by just targeting E. That's how we win. We, we target E. We avoid ill as often yep. as possible. We fought. It's going to be difficult when I attach myself to him and we run it together. There's a reason why I changed my name to Primary Me, You Coward. That happens a lot. Primary Me, You Coward. That's awesome. That was my one name change. One name change. Midstream, I got so frustrated by people running away or hitting me with some Lorenz or something like that. People run from you in Crucible? Dude. That's funny. Dude, that is... 100%. That's honestly my goal in life is to have people... I want I want people in real life to flinch when I speak. That's my goal in real life. Is <laughs> I if, if you're playing a game for fun, it's not it's not as fun as you might think. It's not as fun as you might. Think. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't sound fun, but it's really not about being fun. It's about you know. Think, that would, sure if they we, know could, if we could actually put that together, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be that'd a be nice two v two. Oh that'd my god, Cog and I would get our ass kicked with my rusty skills right now, and Cog's general mid abilities. Midnight coup or something like that. Trust me, I wouldn't put on something, you know, where I'd actually be able to reach out and touch folks. You know, I'd have to <laughs> really go, go light on us with me. Okay, yeah. he'd be he'd kill us with all blues just to, <laughs> to flex on us. <laughs> He's using a blue machine gun and he's killing you even though he hasn't even picked up an ammo break yet. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. What about you? Uh, who, who else did E? You, you said you got left? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. me? Yeah, I was like, um, mine's going to be same thing. Kind of working on uh, just trying to get the sword from duality, working on crafted frames, just kind of doing those casually, make sure I take advantage of the, you know, red outline it, do a little nightmare, see if I get the drop. 
knocking out some triumphs and, you know, I do have to get my Iron Lord title. I didn't get to get to it last time, but just, you know, focused on the dungeon and everything else had different priorities. So things oh, happened. Oh yeah. Different priority. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah. we call it. But I get caught casual. Okay, cool. I, I see. I see how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I focus on different. I'm still part way to oh. the Iron Lord title. Part way, but you have to get like dragged into the dungeon. It sounds like two hours no, later. I do. It's just that Travis always wants to do it like after the podcast. I'm like, we got all these other days where I got all that time to rock out, and he'd be like, "All right, this specific window is what I want to do." And then I get called out, shame, <laughs> named and shamed. If I can't make that specific window, the man, I'm available. All hey, week, what you guys need to do? They make calendars, you know, set a Google yeah. calendar appointment and I just be like, hey, well, I you know, leave. if you're not available after the podcast, you could just say no, bro. You don't have to say yes and then keep me waiting. You know, and <laughs> the reason I set it up on the podcast is because I'm already talking to you. And other times, you know, I hit you up and you leave me on red and I just never hear from you. Dude, seriously, I, I hear this is a true story. Mm. I texted Cog once and I said, Cog, let's do the raid. And he gave me the phone number of his secretary. And said, go ahead and schedule something with her. <laughs> I'm totally lying. He didn't do that. No, yeah, he told you to call Maddie. He told you to call Maddie and work it out with the last word. That's right. Last yeah. Stand Media. That was good. He's that like, was I got to get approval good. from uh, Last Stand Media. I need the, the time yeah. off, please. No. Yeah, yeah I was I like, call, I call. So I, I call Cog, and then somebody picks up and says, You've reached Cog's line. How may I help you? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I see what we do. They, yeah. they what gave we doing. me, a, they gave me a ticket number. They're like, Can uh, I have your, your you number? Like, we ain't doing bro, it. As bro, long as it's not Beetlejuice on. where it's like nine million, yeah. you're good. With like, a, a, like the ticket and the number, it was a raffle ticket. Yo, <laughs> <It was laughs> that's right. Yeah. You it's might, you yeah. might get to play with Cog. There's a chance if your raffle is drawn, your ticket is drawn. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild right there that's wild wow. right there. it's a very bureaucratic process yeah that's yeah. that's what it's like when you try gaming with the lord you know he's got, he's got hey, I mean, big he's title for a reason you know yeah. and a duke he's a duke too oh you guys are hilarious right now you know yeah. that well, well, I'm gonna get that solo duality, sir, too. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Solo Gamer. You know, you can I'll throw some people in the back. Yeah, bring, yeah. It, bring it back here as far as like uh, where I see myself uh, the rest yeah, of the season. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, no, no worries. No worries. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll still be definitely playing a significant amount of, you know, PvP and um, and Destiny 2, uh, like farming the containment. Like, Drain is, is definitely very attractive to me. It's not a weapon that I feel like I pick up a lot, but it's a weapon that I'd at least I'd at least want to be available to me to craft. Yeah, um, that's a hit different, bro. I got it that. It does, one. it does, and that leads me to my mini tool, which is fantastic in both PVE and PvP. I could definitely see myself picking that up a little more often in PvP. Um, incandescent, obviously, being a very very cool perk, but that thing just burns 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 people out in general as far as being a nine hundred and just being really steady oh. and, and nice. So very very nice, uh, you know, PvP. Um, as well as PVE yes. uh, legendary, um, I still just obligatory wise, you know, uh, need to uh, get enough reds to craft a beloved, beloved. Loved it. Um, you know, I don't snipe very often in PVP. I find it boring. You know, for a game where personally for me, I can move like crazy on MNK, and shotgunning is so much fun, and even riskier now with them continuing to nerf it. Um, it just, you know, it makes it unrewarding in some ways, but rewarding in others, you know, me just finding a shotgun roll that works 
you know, best for me and that, you know, kills most of the time. It's got to be damn near a god roll these days for sure. But mm -hmm. it's, it's rewarding to move around people in close quarters and be able to, you know, pick pick folks off, hopefully get that one hit kill and move on to the next person. Um, but, you know, sniping is something that is required at the highest levels of PvP. Um, it's skill play. Sniping is skill play, most definitely. So uh, to be able to, to at least craft one, um, even if I don't get around to crafting it anytime soon or even using it anytime soon, um, I need to get a beloved. So I find myself definitely in containment probably a good amount. Um, but there's some other, like, really dope games outside of Destiny that um, I really want to put a little bit of time into. The one that I am most looking forward to that I'll probably play sooner rather than later is a game called Neon White. Oh, oh yeah. so Maddie much fun. Crazy for oh, it. I'm oh, like four or five levels, amazing. four or five chapters into that. Oh, and my then, God. Dude, I have had, I haven't been able to talk to anybody else about this yet because I picked it up, yeah, buddy yeah. of mine, and this is like this is the guy cog that I would do Forza lap time like ghost times oh, with. Same thing on Neon White, like he beat me by like five hundredths of a second, and I turn out to be him by like nine thousandths of a second. We're sitting there just like fractions better trading these like ghost times. Mm -hmm. Dude, I have those first two levels, like the first two are really tight little levels. God, I haven't had that much fun in a while. Mm, yeah, I, I just know when. I that game up on stream off stream but i mean i pretty much only do stuff on stream for the most part as far as yep. gaming Ditto. man i i know it's going to be the whole stream i'm just going to be sitting there just, just speed running and having so much fun man like the aesthetic Are we friends of the game, on we got to be friends on steam because if you start getting into that let me know when you do because it's so much fun okay yeah yeah send me uh like just just send me a quick little like chat real quick and i'll make sure that i add yep. you because i'll be hopping on destiny right after this so but yeah Super, super looking forward to that. When I when I start playing that game, you will see me on it a lot. Um, I just don't know when I'll start. So, so yeah, are good things. Yeah, Maddie cannot stop raving. And then our boy E, um, the financial analyst, uh, was it Dom? He's also talking yep. about that game. Yeah, he he's been raving. I've heard a lot of good things about that. It's game. it's got an it, the skill ceiling on that thing to really get those like fractions of time off. It's really well made because you get a little bit better at the level and you'll be like, oh, let me replay again. And then you get enough and it shows you like a hint of where you can really cut off some time if you can like execute this. And you're like, okay, now I see where I can drop another couple of seconds. So good. Yeah, neon white. It is like a $20, $25. It's not even that expensive, but oh, that's a, that's a game you can get hooked yeah, on. You get a couple of friends competing yeah. over times. It's over. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's like normal price of like 25 bucks. It's... It's worth it. It's worth it. I've seen some. I haven't played it yet, but it's been on my radar for a while because my friend Akatuki put me onto it, um, and uh, I've seen a decent amount of gameplay to the point where I'm just like, wow, this is okay. This is gonna. This is. I'm pretty sure this is going to, uh, you know, scratch the itch. Yeah, and the nice thing is, like, some of these levels are like 15 seconds. They're just really? little bursts. Yeah, you can go, and then it's just trying to get better at it. So nothing takes that long in the game. And honestly, there's a big. There's probably a whole lot of anime weeb story to it but i just they give you a fast forward button and you can skip all the dialogue of which i've actually skipped a lot because the gameplay is good but there's a lot of dialogue that's probably optional it's up to you um but when one of the times i hit fast forward i was like i could have listened to all there, there's a lot in there so yeah i skipped to the gameplay gameplay is amazing looking at it now looks cool i'm working through tunic and both that right now tunic's <laughs> Tunic at every turn is always like, damn it. It's Tunic's a really, really good game too. That one's on Game Pass. Shout out to Tunic. That's shout about all I game got. Pass. Yeah, shout out to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to 200 hour JRPGs. 
that there swallow you your life and any semblance of cohesion to your day. You got a new one you're working on? No, just Xenoblade yeah, 3. Yeah. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, yeah. You just came yeah. Do you game? Do you game in the suit and tie as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. For sure. Okay. All right. That's the uniform. It's uniform. I'm, I'm home alone so a, today, guys. There's no one here. <laughs> there's a question. Like there's a question I can totally ask you right now that would break my YouTube monetization, so I won't. So I'll oh. ask it after the podcast, but I can't. I think I know what that is. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. And, it ha- and look, it has multiple uses. Okay, blindfold. All right. Uh, rope. Right. Okay. I'm just saying. The answer is yes. <laughs> The answer is apparently yes. Anyway, okay. Um, we're thinking yeah. the same. Thing. There we, yeah. there we go. <laughs> that's that's about all I got for the show. Um, physics, <laughs> seriously, a blast. We seem to get off on tangents, but love I your love wealth. It. Yeah, I love it, man. Like the, the 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 rapport of of you guys here. It's just so much fun. It's just so much fun. We could just get into just anything, and I, I love it. Thank you so much for for having me back. I'd come back. I swear to God, like every other week, <laughs> just to just to come. It's it's a lot of positivity, a lot of uh, a lot of good vibes here, and I, I appreciate the invite. It's always a pleasure. It means a lot. Thank you very much. We appreciate the kind words a bunch. Yeah. And again, for you, it's like the methodical takes, the thoughts of you know the level headed nature between all the Twitter chaos. It's always good to hear somebody bring bring some thought to it as opposed to just some emotion. So. We appreciate you coming in and believe me, PVP sandbox times. Yeah, you're you're always definitely one to bring in for anything PVP. If we get some season 19 chatter, some survival, some if we get anything like Travis is hoping for oh, a rank yeah. thing, I'm calling your number. It's definitely going to be that time. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Absolutely. What else you guys? Yeah, that's that's going to be a whole or I, honestly, Travis may just be like, thank you. Everything sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah. It'll I, never I be. It'll never be that good. But you know, the day they announce it, I think we should just like shut up and let Travis read the twelve. I'll, I'll, I'll host <laughs> the episode. Ranking system, yeah, right? Not, yep. Like we, yeah. if it happens, I'll host yeah. the episode. I'll just be like, yeah. "Welcome to the last word with me." We talk <laughs> about this today. Yeah, he just like uh, takes the, the all of our windows just slide out of frame, and nobody yeah. is left. Guys, and zooms I really. In. I really don't try to talk about it every episode, but it would solve so many problems that it just organically <laughs> keeps coming up. It just yeah, keeps coming up. Yeah, that would be episode. Oh. That would be episode. Yeah, shout out to physics, man. It was it was dope uh, chopping with you at a GCX, you know what I'm saying, for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it, It's just cool, man. Like I said, love the content. Love what you're doing. Always the vibes. Just always lit when you come through it. Love with love, love to continue to see your journey, man. It's it's really cool stuff. And glad that you're back. That that's what I like too. Back in the mix. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, everybody needs to take a little bit of a break. Pay attention to you know your mental, physical health, self care, self care first and foremost. You know, and, and folks want to know like how I stay level headed with so much you know going on, and whether it be Twitter, whether it be on stream, whether it be somebody tries to troll or like poke or pry me or something like that. It it, it most definitely is kind of just self care that you don't see. You know, happening uh, a lot of med- a lot of meditation. I, I always like swear by oh, meditation. Yeah. Most definitely, um, you know, waking up in the morning and just setting setting that mindset going forward is is something that is uh, you know hugely beneficial when it comes to just being level headed and and uh, not not being so impulsive. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're also especially online. Everybody wants to you know immediately drop in and give give their take and, you know, their feeling about something. It's just like, you know, just step back for a second, be mindful and, uh, you know, give something a little more thoughtful. Meditation's huge on that. So, yeah. Nice. 
this stuff, brother. No, it's so important. Mental health is so important. And we, we don't do a, a good job of, of taking care of ourselves and taking that step back sometimes. I think it is necessary, man. Good, good. That's actually great advice. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even haven't been streaming as much because added a third dog inside my house and he's just younger. So it's like getting up early because in Texas, there's no good time to give a husky a walk. But about six o'clock in the morning is about the best time to do that. So between my wife and I, it's two or one. So getting up early, I have not been staying up as late, cutting the streams a little short. But it's sometimes just sitting there like same thing. I was like, I'm just tired. And it's just I've been going to bed a little earlier trying to catch up with some of that. It'll balance out. But. You too. I was like, you've been killing so many hours, man. You got it. You burn the candle at seven different ends. So I know you. You need to just take like a Saturday and a Sunday, shut your phone off, binge like oh, this weekend. a strange Stranger Things, like or four nope, different nope. shows, and nothing. Bro. Chicago trip, chilling. No IOP. I'm taking some some downtime. Some nice downtime. Just, it's just necessary. Got to recharge. Got to recharge. And no content creation for a little bit, and uh, it'll it'll be there. But <laughs> I oh yeah, saying. it's never going anywhere. Yeah, so uh, I will not be taking that. a break. Um, breaks are for the week. Uh, so. <laughs> ah, the contrarian. <laughs> health yeah, is a myth, yeah. and uh, no, I'm serious. Uh, it's no, a whole no, personality trait for this guy, I swear. I love it. <laughs> like, what does I'm Travis do? He's going to say the opposite of whatever's Lord, going on. I call him entirely Lord Contrarian. No, but seriously, uh, it's great, great uh, hanging out with you guys. Uh, Ill, great meeting you. This guy, by the way, super, super nice dude in person, very warm energy. You know, you meet a guy and you can tell that they're going to be a dick right away. It's very (laughs) rare. It's very rare that you meet somebody and you can tell they're not a dick right away. But Ill is one of those people. So super cool guy. Love chatting with you. Um, I will one be one you. You will beat me, just to be clear. I'm, I mean, you, I, you never know. You never know. You never you know. You never know. Maybe me in my prime, sure. I'd stand a chance, but not right now. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah. You can, you can, uh, you can find me on uh, IGN.com. Previews, reviews, Outriders, World Slayer. Check out my Xenoblade review in a month <laughs> when I'm done with that. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that's it. I'm glad to be here, guys. Nice. Cog, and up. Thank you. Enjoy your your break coming up, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Excited. Flight to the morning tomorrow. Um, yeah, just just excited. And I I, I think I'm still bringing the little man, bringing a little series. That's just oh, you can you game, but you don't need yeah, to deal with all the other stuff. That's fair. Yeah, just it's, it's a cool. gateway. It's a gateway, Cog. You're it's gonna gateway. do other things. Yeah. yeah. We gotta I gotta have some fun. But I want to shout out the uh, community. A couple times I was playing Destiny this week, and I got some really nice last word messages yo wow, last, nice last word yada 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 i was like oh that's what's up man said really nice messages and then like there was one trials match like a lot that like you know you get you moving up on your card i'm like wait a minute free oh yo i'm like i about five four no losses got the mercy still in tuck i'm like okay it might be a good run and then the fifth match there was someone who recognized me it was like, hey, cock, oh my god, it's always fan. I'm like, oh, did he bend the knee? And it was a very casual match that we won, so I got yeah. the fire. <laughs> Bro, I came so close, had six, had six, but then lost, and then the very, I was like, oh, I was so yeah. devastated. So I, 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 I want have e have you gone lighthouse with freelance? No, has anybody gone lighthouse freelance? I was curious. I'm not. That was the closest I came. No, I've, I've never tried. been. I've never been freelance lighthouse. I'm, no, I haven't okay. even been close. 
Yeah, it was it was a good run, and then I I made the once I made the adjustment to um what is it the one with the the boots that give you radiance, and I was I, it was like a vex. I, I pretty much had a, the linear fusion joint going on, you know. What I'm saying I switched to that, and I was doing really good, and I had some decent teammates for for once. I was like, All right. it's a really cool exotic, by the way, too, because I mean even even beyond the buff that it gives to fusions, oh, like the reload all your weapons with Icarus Bro. Dash is super cool. Bro, Super it's cool. literally transversives on demand and reload all your weapons. All your weapons is huge. I really have an appreciation for those boots in PvP. That's one hundred percent. Yeah, mm -hmm. love them. Yeah, e, what you got going? Uh, yeah, just kind of working through a couple different things. Working through tunic, probably play a little neon white on the side, and then I've got family. My wife's family is coming in town this weekend, so her parents are going to be here. So just kind of hanging out with them. It's Hot as hell down here in Texas, so yeah, probably not going to be seen too much. But the nice thing is, I got an excuse to go see Top Gun again, so I am extremely pumped because I enjoyed it the first time through. Yeah, I know, fifty six degrees in San Fran. Enjoy, dude. Jesus. Um, <laughs> we were talking about that before the show. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, what temperature is it? He's like, oh, it's like one hundred and three degrees here this weekend or something like that. So it's fine. Um. But yeah, so it's like, it's going to be hot, so maybe watching a couple things, but other than that, just kind of chilling this weekend, probably won't be streaming too much. And then back to it next week to see what happens in week seven, and then I got to get my Iron Lord coming up. But yeah, just probably getting to a point where for, you know, the final six, seven weeks, like Solstice isn't going to take too long. So it's going to be some variety thrown in there. Got to gotta keep the balance of like, can't overkill Destiny so much when you finally get back into a new season, yeah. you hate it already. So the variety in the latter part of the season always helps. So it's a great time to catch yeah. up on Backlog. Yeah, Travis got me excited. I'm actually gonna um for uh, Outriders. I lo I love this review, and I still think the game is funny. It's, it, Destiny can learn a couple things, especially yes. UI and, and and management and builds. They really can. So I like Build crafting for sure. Yes, I like to see the crash. And I love what you said, kind of how the the end game works and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire that out. That World Slayer. See what's going on. Yep. They story yeah. though. They, you know what is I read your, they don't take themselves serious. Like no. I, I'm, I'm to the point where they know they're goofy and there's nothing with this that and they just I like, don't know, man. Sometimes I sometimes I think that, but then if you play the end game, you're like, oh, they are for sure taking themselves seriously, and it's kind of like kind of cringy. It really makes <laughs> me wonder. Put, yeah, I was howling. Yo, you yeah. how you how you cut that up was nice. Thank uh, you. Did you like yeah. the ending where the guy goes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love that review. I, 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 I retweeted on Twitter, man. That was really you did a fantastic job with that one. You you nice. caught it all the good points, but you also gave credit that look the core gameplay is still fun as hell. Yeah. And that's the thing about our riders, it doesn't get enough credit for that. Obviously, they had their glitches in their server and their, all that stuff, but there's some things about it I, I still like. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank everybody for chat for being here today. Thank you, Physics, for being here. Of course, a pleasure, but definitely ours to make sure when you join us. So we appreciate the time and you are always welcome, sir. If you're just like, hey, you guys got anybody? At some point, <laughs> I got to get another collaboration again. I got a couple people that I want to line up because we had a good mix the other time. I want to get a couple PvP heads together and PvP. see what happens. We need that PvP. Yeah, that would be, that would be fun. Yeah. fun. Let, me, let me know, too, because I'll definitely suggest a couple people that, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a good rapport with and... We could definitely we can get definitely go in, but I, feel, uh, yeah. I, I can think of a couple we might talk right after the show. So that guy that made you go to orbit would be a good one to get on. We could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Lou, man, I'm telling you, that's that's the homeboy right there for sure. He, he shares the exact. My birthday was the 20th of June. He shares the exact same birthday as me. Oh, so nice. yeah, yeah, he's he's a Birds cool dude and has a similar mindset for sure. 
So I'll plug a, if, if you don't mind, I'll plug a couple things. Absolutely. So Do it. Uh, of course, you know, folks can find me ill physics on most platforms. You can find my link tree, of course, on in my Twitter bio to, uh, to find out, you know, the platforms that I'm not ill physics on. It's just illest physics on a couple of other ones. Um, but uh, if it's okay to plug another podcast, go for it. Absolutely. Okay. Oh. Yeah, massive breakdowns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great oh. Chat. I had a great, great chat with Kit recently that dropped today. So definitely He's go check out He's going to be coming on the show in month or two yeah yep. yeah kid is kid is definitely awesome and we had a fantastic conversation about hand cannons primarily um but you know a little bit of course um whenever it comes to me about community and and kind of mindset but uh but yeah go check that out that just dropped today and i've it's a, i had a great time on that episode recorded it talk about audacity messing it up messing up I had to record that like three that was the third time we recorded that almost that entire podcast oh my god so um so yeah Damn, Audacity messed up the first time. The second time, my power went out. We lost the entire recording. Um, and uh, so we had to record it three times, but we got it done. Ooh. We got it done. So, But uh, definitely go Ooh. check that out. And it's a pleasure great to be podcast. here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, great okay. podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, for episode number 204, as we wrap up June, we are about halfway through 2022, which is a little crazy to say. So next time you guys see us, we'll be in the second half of 2022. So for this episode, it has been... The last word. The last word. Last word. <laughs>